Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Welcome to Unclicked. We're back. This is Ryan Nyquist. This is Mike Escamilla. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hey, how I, are you? I am Ryan Fudger. It's super weird you that are. I, I made you guys drive to me. That is unbelievable. Big time. That is, I feel... Big time. I feel, like, uh, super special. Between the two of us, there's probably going to be 10 hours of driving to get here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, thank you. And uh, Dennis is not here. This is this is this that's is rooftop. That's the new Dennis. This is the this is the co co host. It's the old dentist. And and this is so for for the for the people, we're gonna see a little bit more of rooftop because he's gonna come and help out and interview some of the older guys. So is this kind of like seasoned a, is the word I'd like to use. Is this like use? an interview? Is this like a like is this like he, this is my tryout? Right yeah. This, this is his tryout. tryout. Yeah, this is his tryout for the gas and just that for, I'm paying. And just, for the, just for the future, it's seasoned. <laughs> Not old. <laughs> seasoned. Seasoned. Yeah, Chris. Ryan, you're one year away from being seasoned, by the way. Uh, that happens at 44. 44. 44. Did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So. Because you're no longer 43. So see, you're too seasoned. old to even know what that means. I know you're too young. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, see, maybe you're that's fucking NorCal. seasoned now. That's then. NorCal. I don't know if that's 100%. That might hella be NorCal. 100%. Yeah. 100% hella NorCal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode two of Nyquist. We said, oh, we'll do a follow-up tomorrow. It's too been easy. like a year and a half. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one thing we're not going to talk about really today is the Olympics because okay. that one that one dominated the last one. So please go back and listen to that podcast. It was yeah. the there was the heyday and a lot of talk about Mira, but I don't feel like we really got to talk about you. That's, so, I mean, all that's a big part of. I might I have so. one or two True. Olympic questions, but they're they're not. They're just they're about you and the Olympics, not yeah. The Olympics. It yeah. was such a fresh topic back yeah. then. So, and that's what the—that's what you were in town for. So it yep. dominated the, the yeah. And I, so. honestly, I, I I don't mind talking about it because I feel like there's still a lot of um, people out there that don't understand the process. And you know, now that we have an Olympics under the belt, it's like, oh, like I understand it better too. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. I'm 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 down. Open book. Let's Open go. book. Open book. Uh, Los Gatos, California. Los Gatos. Let's talk about a, a video called Sick. Oh, sick jumping or sick, hardcore sick or, or sick too one sick. or too sick. Too sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what was the scene growing up? Like, where did you where did you come from? What what birthed you into BMX? So uh, we're doing Northern, an actual origin story. Very yeah. Early. So Northern California. I grew up in a town called Los Gatos, which is just outside of San Jose, which is just outside of San Francisco. Um, and I grew up riding dirt at this place called Calabasas and very famous place. Yeah. A lot of people went through there. Uh, Wilkerson was like, you know, fairly regular guys, Garcia brothers, uh, Chad Keggy, um, Cecil Johns. Like there was a huge race side too, like Charles Townsend. Um, just a lot of like heavy hitters from that area. And so that's where I kind of grew up riding and, uh, dirt is where I started with eventually got into ramps with, uh, Oscar Gonzalez's backyard mini ramp. Um, that was actually my first real ramp that I rode. Um, and so like the scene was awesome, real strong scene. When you say trails, is this like the fly out jump type thing? There or were, it... there were those, there were some doubles, God, there were step double. ups. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a mix of all of it, which was awesome place to learn how to jump. Like honestly, like, you know, what better place I mean, than to have like a fly out it and then was, it was a, a West double. coast dirt jumping area. Yeah. Yeah. I say, tra yeah. I say trails. Like it wasn't like Posh. East coast trails yeah. going through the woods. Like that actually terrified me when watching them on videos because it just looked like you didn't know where you were jumping like, everything's <laughs> ivy and grown over and real green and meanwhile we're like in a dust bowl like you know like a drought that's lasted 100 years and dirt you, that is so hard <laughs> oh it, like cement hard but then just dusty so like it's like 
basically like ride in on like a dusty cement floor and yeah. sliding out and just so i mean it wasn't ideal but it was i mean amazing you it, know like grew up right like there were i feel like every spot like that in california all the jumps were exact it was the, every spot was the same well you could you, you could only build so much yeah. with like just dust yeah. you know like, and like very dig. little there's water. a lot of lip jumps because you could just dig them into already pre-existing hills mm-hmm. yeah you that's what, that's what Calabasas was. It was a creek bed, and okay. so you had these like you dive in, you dive out, and and that was that was where we learned all our stuff, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So really, really awesome scene. I I loved it. Um, How old were you when you started going to Calabasas, and what age were you when you started? Sort of you and Cameron Birdwell and Keggy and Joey all because they Joey's a little bit older than you, mm-hmm. and um, but you, the rest of you three, you were all pretty close. Mm-hmm. When did that started being where you guys were like a? You're riding together, you I know? I feel like 1995-ish, so like 14, 15, 16. Um, that's like the first time I actually rode with Joey. And I like that was huge because Joey had some notoriety. You know, like he was Was, he, was he already yeah, Schwinn Joey? No, it was pre-Schwinn, pre- but yeah. he was he was like the like the flying Garcia brothers. Like, okay. you know, it. it was like those guys, like you knew about them. And Jimmy was like, you know, Jimmy was super talented too. Like, you know, could dirt jump, but also both of them were just naturally talented, fast riders. Yeah. Um, so Joey came to Calabasas one day and like we were riding and, you know, I was doing my thing and he was doing his thing. And I just remember he was like, yo, dude, do you want to come spend the night? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, yes. Uh, let me go to the fire station because they have a, a, you know, like a payphone over there and call my mom and let her know that Joey Garcia invited me to his house to We're spend the night. Over. And I was like, I'll be right back. And just I remember like, you know, call, collect. Like, give me a quick call from uh, Ryan. And so I was like, okay, what's up? And I was like, hey, you're never going to believe it. Joey Garcia, he's, he said I could spend the night at his house. So what do you say? She's like, where does he live? I was like, Gilroy. She's like, that's like 45 minutes an hour away. No. And I was like, <laughs> what? No, no, no. Mom, you don't understand. Mom, Joey Garcia. <laughs> and she's like, I don't care who it is. Like, you don't know. I don't know his mom. It's just like, but yeah. So Actual was, logic. Yeah, yeah. I have to go back and be like, yeah. Joey, I can't spend the night. <laughs> No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fanboyed that hard, hard. So hard. But, uh, but I mean, like, that was kind of the beginning of, like, oh, man, like, these guys are awesome. You yeah. Know? And then, yeah, like, Birdwell, Chris Bryant, Butthead, like, all these mm-hmm. dudes. Like, we had, like, such a strong scene. Like, it was really cool. And then that eventually morphed into what was, like, the San Jose Ramp Club. Yeah. And that was, like, the next stage of that. Before that, but you were – before the ramp, uh, the ramp Club – were you sponsored by Bond Tracker before that? Yeah. Or four, four bikes, maybe? Four bikes. Wow. Yeah, four bikes, maybe? That was That's my, a NorCal company, right? That yeah. was. Yeah. So, um, it was four bikes first, right? Yeah, so this guy, Brad Hodges, uh, he started a, a company called Four Bikes. And I never actually had a bike, but he gave me T-shirts and bought ads in magazines. Yeah. I remember. Because Gary, Gary Nesbitt, who used to live I used to live with him, he rode for Four Bikes. No like, way. Way, way later. They only made, yeah. That's why they called it Four Bikes. He made four of them. They only made four <laughs> of them. That's why you never got one. Yeah. So <laughs> you, like were that was, you were the 15 That member. was actually my first magazine like ever. Like I, I think it was a nothing and I had like a ponytail well, and like... That was, was your like, first magazine photo? Yeah. In, yeah. in, in, in what, an ad? Um, I think it was... It might have been ooh, either BMX Plus or Ride. Wow. You don't remember what your first photo was? I, I don't. Wow. I don't. How had big so many of a star do you need to be yeah, yeah. Right. to not remember well the the, we, we, we glanced we, we, glance, yeah, we, we glanced over but this big oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah i brought some goodies and this big yeah those are just things i carry around with me yeah. at all times yeah yeah so it's, it's, it's like, so you funny do? you happen to have these yeah random yeah. <laughs> 
it's it's crazy because you're going to be the second action figure. I saw that. Yeah. Who else Chad. has one? Chad Gurley. Chad. Oh, I should bring you. I think I have one. Maybe I'll bring you one. Yes, you yeah. should. Chad's is kind of. Well, Chad's looks like a little homie. Yeah. Do you remember sick. those? No. Do you remember the toys, little homies? <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. I don't remember those. Um, you, look like, you know what the weird thing is? Is You don't look like. This looks like Adam Banton who, <clears throat> that might maybe work a forklift. Yeah, so yeah. that guy, I don't, I can't remember where he came from, but he was sitting on uh, the sink, my kitchen sink, because I don't know, like it, that's the kind of thing that just yeah. happens to pop out yeah. every once in a while. But um, you gave me zero guidelines. You said bring something for the wall. This so is, I brought like yeah trading cards. This is perfect. Yeah. I am not. I am. I am. Couple posters. I'm completely so. pleased. By I like it, that so you brought. Thank you. Uh, different things oh, from all eight. And this. Here. Oh my gosh. What? This, 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 this was, I want that. Yeah. So Wait. this was from the Mia Hamm uh, <laughs> Celebrity Soccer Challenge. So, I was thinking. Sick. I was thinking it was like a OG, like right. like this is, from this is CBC. yeah. This is Actually, like my not. second no, contest is, ever or something. Uh, oh, Mia Hamm. Yeah. All right, yeah, sick. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Super fun. You know, I like, you know, I like that you're from the era that you we got to do all these really dumb things. A lot of really like. I mean, it was wild. I remember they invited me, and I was, and I, I grew up playing soccer, so I was like, yeah. heck yeah. At one point, you were gonna quit bikes to ride soccer. Uh, I thought about it. Yeah, I thought about it. Um, but it was, it was. Was that before or after you started getting stuff? That was before. Well, so before I, I that, that was my first love of soccer, and then uh, I played into high school, and then right around sophomore year, junior year, like I started kind of gaining momentum mm. with like bike riding and going to con like junior year. Were you doing a contest in high school? Junior year, I think I did a couple. It was mainly local. And then senior year, is like I started traveling. Uh, I got sponsored by Haro. Um, no, actually, no, sorry. Senior year was still Bontrager. Yeah. So I got, like that was a local hookup. Uh, so I, I remember Cruz. the first time I saw you. I remember first my first memory of you is Seal Beach. Seal Beach. Yeah. You had that ugly Bontrager, yep. like Rastafarian yep. jersey, jersey or bike. Jersey. Turquoise yeah. helmet. And you had no pegs. And I was like, who is this dude? So, yeah. So, just uh, history of Bond Trigger was they, they were this mountain bike company that made custom, like, really high-quality frames out of Santa Cruz, California. Mm -hmm. And that was just over the hill for me. So, they got uh, word that Chris Bryant and I, through the sick video guy, mm -hmm. Scott Stanton, mm -hmm. he hooked it up for us. And then they started uh, sending us to contests, like, giving us parts. Like, they had an account at the local bike shop, and we were just, like, allowed to go there and just go shopping Ooh, for, like, awesome. wheels. Oh, it was insane. Um, and so, yeah, so Bontrager was like that, that first sponsor where it like really started happening and they were sending me to like, you know, events like Seal Beach, mm -hmm. Chicago, New York, like all the BS series stuff. And chicken, so, chicken was, jam. But chicken jam. And that was, uh, mm -hmm. you were, oh, you were in Chicago. <laughs> you were in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gears still are on, turning. Yeah. You're still on Bontrager in Chicago. Yep. Yep. I won that contest. Oh, do you know why I won? Um, because everyone good was at the Olympics. The judges. No, everyone good was at the Olympics. <laughs> Oh, doing, doing a demo. Olympics. Yeah, doing, doing the demo. Yeah. See, that's what's so crazy. It's like people, you know, the Olympic stuff is, is, is fascinating because you're like, oh, like, how's that happen? It's like, dude, like decades of 97, trying to get in. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, yeah, 97 or, 90, yeah, 97. Maybe. Yeah. So anyways, I, I did I did some traveling with Bond Trigger and then eventually uh, I got a deal with Haro in 97. And you were in high school with Haro? Haro? So you school. were traveling, yeah. you were traveling riding contests in, in high school. Yeah. Were parents so, going with you? Um, no. Scott went with me. Oh, okay. Scott Stanton went with me yeah. on a couple. Mm -hmm. um, that was the same for me. 
Yeah. Same? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I, didn't, I mean, it's, I didn't it's hard to imagine these days. A different, different yeah. time. There was, yeah. there was, like, I, Parents I, let you do stuff. Yeah. I, and, and like, it wasn't, there was no TSA. Like, I remember, like, vividly having flights <laughs> yeah. where there was no secure, like, no yeah. metal detectors yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. so. Your parents totally walk you right day. to the gate. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, back to the soccer thing. There was, like, a gradual shift of, I love soccer, but then I started loving BMX. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, soccer was way up here. And then slowly, like, BMX took over. Yeah. And so my the thought of me like going to college and playing soccer was like, oh, well, I really like this. And but you did try started, to go to college, right? You went I did. to San Luis Obispo. Right? I did. I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo yeah. for two semesters and uh, had a great time. I pretty much drove every single weekend back to Northern California. To ride? To ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a three-hour drive, so it wasn't like crazy. But like every weekend because there wasn't a lot out there to ride. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I, I don't really want to be here. So like I didn't truly experienced like college like most people did um i just wanted to ride what were you going to college to for mechanical engineering and that's what that's what shade does right uh he's actually a aerospace engineer which encompasses mechanical engineering oh okay he's currently trying to break the land speed record or something he's breaking all kinds of stuff yeah Yeah. things records yeah um (laughs) he's a whole other yeah, yeah so um so yeah but this I mean, we're going off. No, it's fine. This This is welcome to the podcast for me because like going to a soccer tournament with like legit pros was like, I was able to kind of like be on the same field and then, you know, like people say like you go athlete on the field. Yeah. With a knee that popped out. That's what I was going to say. It was like how many, how many people without ACLs were there? Yeah. I I scored a goal and I was so stoked because the guy, one of the guys that was a legit pro came out to me. He was like that, that holds up. That was a sick shot. And I was like, Made it. Just Sweet. one. Yeah. Thank you. Like, like thank this. you so much. That was like, your 900. That was it. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But then, yeah, but it was like, I was like, dude, this is awesome. But so many crazy experiences, so many things that were just popping up. And I, I don't know if people have those same I, opportunities. I, I, I don't know don't. because I, I like, I'd like to say they don't, but who I have no idea. Yeah. But I feel like back then there was a lot of, I would see stuff of you or whatever was going on where you're like, well, this is, you're doing these weird things. You don't think about much of them then. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I did a bunch of weird stuff. Like yeah. people just got invited to weird events. Like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's I did real. something for Mervyn's. Do you remember Mervyn's? Mervyn's. I did I something do. for women with Mervyn's and like Christina Yamaguchi and, and Nadia Komenich. You know who that mm-hmm. is? She's like, you're a very good bike rider. I did a vert demo, which means it was the worst bike rider in my was, life. And <laughs> she she yeah, shot her. She, yeah. But she, you know, it's like she made these, her shot right there. Things huh? that like you go to and you're like, what? Yeah. What's going on? It, I mean, it was just like. BMX freestyle was on the come up and people wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And so they, you had people coming out of the woodwork be like, Hey, can we do this? You know, like, can we, can, can we arrange this? And you're like, I, I I think we can. Was, so you moved from NorCal once you left college, were you in college when you got on Harlem? Yeah. Oh, you were actually at college. (laughs) Yeah. How how pissed were your parents that you left college? Um, how hard is it to get into that college? Is that a hard college yeah, to get into? Yeah, it wasn't easy. Expensive college, I assume. Um, it wasn't in the UC system, so it wasn't as expensive. Okay. So it's it was a it's California Polytechnical University is like the long name for it. But I applied for like the fall or whatever is normal. Mm-hmm. Didn't get accepted, and then reapplied for the summer. And so I technically didn't have like the senior year summer, but I yeah. was but I got accepted through that process. Yeah. And then proceeded to go immediately to the San Diego X Games, where I probably saw you. Mm-hmm. Um, you signed a photo. Thank yep. you. Yep. And then, uh, and then I was taking one class, and that one was class that was bowling. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. You went to, oh, college, so you went to college for mechanical engineer and took bowling the class. first because because I because I got it for summer, and yeah. so I was like, oh well. So I asked my uh, bowling professor. Uh, 
how much school can I miss? And he told me. And so I basically took off and went to the San Diego Exams. I came back and, you know, like I lived in the dorm. I basically met my roommate, moved in and then left and then came back. Like, I think it was like two weeks later and everybody was already hanging out and had partied and, you know, everything. Yeah. And I walked in and everybody thought I was just visiting and they were like, oh, like, what's up? And, and I was like, oh. I'm actually, I live yeah. here. And they were like, oh, well, random, where you been? And then, of course, it's like, oh, I went down to San Diego and like I, X Games. And they were like, wait, you, were, you went to the X Games? How was it? I was like, oh, it was cool. And they're like, like, what do you mean you went to the X Games? I was like, well, I was in the X Games. And then that was a year where my wall. Like, are you a street loser? Yeah. But like, but like, you know, like the dirt jump contest. Like, I yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, Is that the one, the three, the three downhill? Yep. And yeah. Like, I cased and like my wallet came out and I had like a chain wallet and threw it. And so, but they remembered all that. And then instantly it was like, what dude you're in the egg dude i saw that i saw that i saw you and they just freaked out and so instantly i was like oh well i, I guess i didn't really skip a beat there yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. in now yeah. you know all the all the homies like me but um but yeah so my my college was, was short-lived i left there with a whopping 0.78 grade point average Ooh. all wow. right so i was very committed that's an f yeah uh so you failed bowling that's a no so that was <laughs> I did well in bowling. All right, um, but it was after <laughs> okay. I actually took like regular Real classes. Real classes, yeah. Just like finals and uh, another... what was the kicker that made you go? This I gotta stop. Um, was it a contest? Was it just like you just realized this was a no? Well, a, there was there charades. Was one, what you there were was doing? one contest where like I had to bring all this like um, like drafting equipment, and I was supposed to like draw something while uh, I was on the road, yeah. and that was like really hard because. Everybody was downstairs, like hanging out, and it was like all my heroes were down there. And I was like, "Am I really gonna sit in here with my protractor and my ruler scale and draw this, or should I be down there hanging out?" And I was like, "I'm gonna go hang out." And that was like yeah. the beginning of like, I don't like my I am a hundred percent involved in this. So like after that was going on, and then I realized I was getting like the worst grades I've ever gotten in my life. I was like. There's no point in me doing this. Yeah. Like, this is not where my You're not putting is. effort in. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, my parents were... My mom was super disappointed. Very. And, like, and she immediately was like, well, if you're not going to do this, you need to figure out where you're going to live. You mm-hmm. need to figure out how you're going to live. They kicked you out of the house? Uh, in but, a sense, yeah. But that but, was, like, you're, what, 18? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah. like, what all parents do, I think. It's like... Yeah. If you're not going to do this, you're going to do this because you're not going to ride bikes, especially at that time, because at that time there was, oh, there was no, nothing proven. Yeah, there was nothing proven. There was no one's making deals. I mean, in 97, I was probably making a few hundred bucks a month. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And like, I remember my parents did the same thing. Yep. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm moving to the cheapest place in California, which is Big Bear. Yep. You know? Yeah. I made 600 bucks a month. Yeah. And so I did the same thing. I was like, well, okay, I need to figure out what I can, where I can live, how I can live. And so I was like, well. And this is before Harlem. Uh, this is right at the beginning of Harrell. So 97 is when I signed. And so, then this is 97, 98. So you were making, you were making some money. So at least you had a, yeah, I yeah. mean, it wasn't a ton, but it was like, all right. Like, I think I was like, I think I was like, oh, I got like a thousand bucks a month coming here. Yeah. Like when you, yeah. I'm going to, so right at that same time, Harrell asked me to ride for him. Mm-hmm. I rode for Hoffman bikes and, um, they offered me kind of a lot of money, like mm-hmm. more than I was making Hoffman. Hoffman paid us pretty good then in comparison, you know, to, and, uh, I was pretty much dead set on staying at Hoffman, but also Haro was like the company that I was like, dude, because Hoffman wrote for Haro. Yeah. Back and forth, you know, in the 90s, early 90s. So for me, I was like, oh, let me hear what you have to say. Yeah. Anyways, they um, they offered me an offer, and then I um, I had to quit Etnies to ride. Oh, because Adidas. Because Adidas. And so yeah. that was the deal breaker, right? And then they sponsored you. Mm-hmm. So they dodged a huge bullet. 
<laughs> they made that 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 choice really honestly to God that choice is what made Haro stay in the game for the next twenty uh, years. Well, yeah. the, would have been called what would you call the frame? Not the back trail, but the I, it would, there wouldn't have been a frame. There wouldn't have, there wouldn't have been a frame. I wouldn't have been. You know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it's well, like well, so and and backing up even a little, a little more, like I. I was on the impression too that like, like right around the same time TL Todd Lyons yeah. left for Huffy, and so I was like the replacement dirt jumper guy. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and so like it was like this like weird time. Yeah, so I mean, and in my head I was like, oh, they found their contest guy. Yeah, they were trying to find their new contest guy. That's why I got asked. I think you know yeah. what I mean. And then and honestly, like back, I remember being like, oh fuck, Ryan got it. Ryan, Ryan took it, and um, and I wasn't super bummed because I wasn't a friendly Hoffman anyways, you know. Mm. But I remember like. Years later, I'm thinking like, God damn, Haro really dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? Like they would have been like, fine. It would, no, it would have been like three more years, a couple years of me riding contests, and then I was out. You know what I mean? Like I was like, that ain't the same for me. So they, you, you know, they but, yeah. I mean, you you've been on Haro for 26 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and and I, I'm only gonna say this because I I don't know any facts, but I'm gonna guess sometime around based on my own appearances early 2000 2002 2020 2003 your paychecks have only gone down there <laughs> yeah and that's not because of you that's just because of that's the industry, reality right? yeah and I, I i is that's really honorable <laughs> went a different yeah, like, right it's really thought. honorable and it says a lot about you um that you've stayed with them and what why have you stayed with them and you know what I mean? because most people you hear about like well i deserve this and especially for you who your trajectory has only gone like this mm. and it hasn't ever stopped uh, I mean, it's, it's, I appreciate that. I don't know if it's still going up, but it, I mean, the game has changed so many times. It's hard to really yeah. tell. Like, I mean, back in the day, it was like you were, your worth was your contest placings yeah. and how much TV time. So like nowadays it's like, you know, everybody has a TV in front of them and you have a way to make a TV show and yeah. you can put it up there. So it's, it's definitely changed. Um, but I, I, I love Haro. Like I just, I, the people there, it's always felt like family. They've always treated me nice. Um, regardless of contracts and money. And like you said, yeah, like, I mean, things do slow down and they have slowed down for a number of years, but you know, like I don't really want to start over. Like yeah. I love the idea of being with a company, my pretty much my entire career, which you don't get anymore. You got that in the eighties. Dude's yeah. like, Oh, Fiola, you know, once you got on GT, it was just GT for them. Like, yeah. you have, yeah. which you're one of the few people, yeah. you know, that have it. And that's really, to me, like that's special. I mean, that's got to be the longest standing sponsorship, I would assume. Like current, you know, with, how the, you know, like, like with, the, the, with the contract, with a bike contest, yeah. with a bike con, bike yeah. con, yeah, yeah like yeah. With, like with an actual contract. I th I think people like you know, like Volker, you know, yeah. like Volker's still on GT and he gets hooked up and stuff. Yeah, but, but like, that that went away for a couple of years where yeah. there's no yeah. contact and stuff like that. So. But yeah, I mean, with with like an actual contract, yeah. I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish there was more. I really yeah, do. I should. wish there was more people yeah. that were like, yo, I made an entire like career out of this. Yeah, it's hard though, like because sometimes, especially then, like. You might ride for a bike and they just went away, right? Yeah. Or, or then, then there's a lot of guys who I see like they just um, and or they just think they deserve more, and sometimes deserve and possible are just not in the same deck of cards. Yeah, yeah, and you know? and for me, like you know, like you said, like salaries and stuff. Yeah, they were going down, but that was because everything was going down. Everything was going down. It, it wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't... all of a sudden, like across the board, bike shops or bike yeah. companies were like, "Yo, everybody, let's get together. Let's pay everybody less right now." <laughs> no, that's Starting okay. now, it's that's like, now. Yeah, that's now. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, that was no. reality. Is like, okay, like sales are going down, and you heard that for so many years, but it was like, in the first two, you're like, okay, yeah, okay, but then you're like, oh, well, no, it actually is, and yeah. so, you know, for me, I'm like, 
yeah, like well, I mean, your intelligence uh, in general, I think, played into you having such a a long career that's been successful because of that sort of look. You know, you're you. I think that maybe you didn't know it, but you were level headed. Uh, you know, I, I tried even, to be even through all your. I tried to be winnings. You know, I tried to be. Which I, I is just why I like you. I thank you. Um, <laughs> because I didn't. Yeah. Did you know that a lot of people didn't like me? Yeah. I I'm a completely aware of that. But I didn't actually. like you. There wasn't. I did not like you. I did not like you for any reason other than like childish, teenage shit. You know what I mean? Like you. Just, I think we me, talked about this. Like you and Akabak would have conversations oh, I don't about me. That. I, don't I think remember you that, told but, me one time. But why? Why weren't you likable? But I. Because I, mean, I. Go ahead. Because he, he showed up. He showed up to a freestyle contest with no pegs and a Rastafarian jersey on, and he was just a jumper. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was it. You and you were clearly north and got NorCal. Oh, you this know? is the this is the Park Street phase. So you needed to be. Well, you just it, back in the nineties. You just was you just didn't to me, and this is like this is my bad on my part. You know, like you just didn't fit in to what I think the rep like on the deck. You look at you. You're like you look like a dirt jumper on the on the thing. Well, Not was, only a dirt yeah. jumper, but you look yeah. like a racer. Yeah. You know, or like a mountain biker. That's what you look like. You look like a that mountain was, biker. That was and the, the mountain bike jersey. Is, here's the thing: is, uh-huh. in the nineties, no one can. No one can argue that mountain biking isn't fun, but in the '90s, uh, mountain bikers were just fucking dorks. You know what I mean? And so, like that, it, everybody knows. Uh, now it's totally different, you know. Uh, but that's what you look like. I mean, at the X Games, that X Games in San Diego, I remember you came. I we, there was a little. Remember they had the two two six foot quarter pipes, big wall ride, mm-hmm. little one in the middle. Yeah, and you were like, how, "How do you do wall ride?" I was like, what? What? What did you say? I think this is made up. No, this isn't made up. No, this is a real story. You're like, how do, how do you? Oh, you just do more. How do you do that? Because we were doing the big wall, right? Coast you know? to coast, yeah. And then you were like, you're like, oh, I was probably going to the middle. Well, you weren't even doing that really. And then you're like, how do you? I'm like, well, you just do it. You know, I, whatever. No, I said, dude, hold this on, is hold not on. real. This is a real story. Hold no, on. okay. It, you, you end up on top. So hold on. So you, you do a wall. <laughs> so I do. I do a wall. I, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. And so he's like, I was kind of gave you like a two cents, like, dude, just lean into whatever I said. And so you did one. And then you did one in full bar spin out. And I'm like, fuck this kid. That's what I'm saying. I like I, I remember doing a full maybe, bar spin out. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're just troll maybe you're just trolling. Maybe you're just trolling me. Yeah. Maybe anyway. Like, Rooftop, how do you do this? That, how do you do it? Shortly yeah. after that. Show me. Show me I, Almighty <laughs> Rooftop. <laughs> wow. Can you sign my shirt afterwards? Yeah. Shortly oh. after that, I revered you as one of the top five to eight best people I've ever ridden a bike. Oh. Even to this day. Seriously. And then your career shows it, but but it, it didn't. It took a few years um, for you to not be a dorky ass mountain bike. Well, I, I was definitely hated by more than just you. So you know, you weren't. Alone. What was it? What was the main reason? You know, outside of outside uh, of very similar reason. So Brian, Brian Foster told me another similar story that he was just like he couldn't stand me. You know, <laughs> like he was like, who is this dude? Like sh- showing up in the jersey. You know, it yeah. was it was it was all like, I mean, I came into BMX and things were changing yeah. you know like like there were jerseys like there were like bigger sponsors coming in so i came into that and that was my norm yeah. you know so like a lot of people that weren't used to that were like everyone else was from the pre x yeah. games every pro was from the pre x game so they're like that was it we grew up with the, you know you're just wearing whatever yeah. jeans and and, and honestly mm-hmm. like i mean to my defense like ignorance was bliss i didn't know if i should or shouldn't be i, I had my heroes and stuff and i knew what they were doing but i was also like you know, when you get approached by like Alan Foster from Airwalk and he's like, yo, like, can you do this? And can you wear that? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Like, wait, so, so Alan Foster was giving you shit and then Brian Foster was talking shit? Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a time lapse there. But, um, <laughs> no, that's fine. But no, it was, it was like just a wild time. And so, like, and, and also, like, I came on to like 
the park or street scene, they called it. Mm -hmm. And I was a jumper. And so I was going to the box jump and doing stuff that like, you know, I learned at home and like not a lot of people were doing like the 360 bar bar back. I called the back trailer and nobody had done that yet. And I did it in seal beach for the first time ever. And I remember being like stoked, you know, like, Oh, I can't believe I did that. But then also talking to Mira and McCoy and apparently on the side, they had a bet who was going to be the first to do it. And then I came in and just pulled the rug out. So there was a lot of stuff like that where, I don't think I came into Ruffle Feathers, but I was just like, you know, like a super hyper hungry kid that just wanted to ride and and do well. You were good. And you're probably people didn't know how to place you. Yeah. And it was a threat, probably in a a sense. It's a threat, but it wasn't like a threat. It wasn't from the person you wanted to, to be a threat from. No, I'm saying he was a threat that's to like their po- stealing the podium well, spot what I'm saying. or like, something. It, it was like the threat. I, I think because I don't think back then there was real. Th- we didn't, I don't think the mindset was threats, but I think you were a threat because it wasn't that you were going to beat them. It was that this was going to beat them. What do you mean this? This jersey. And oh, this, the this, kid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? This no bags. Maybe. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I was, I was just out there yeah. doing bar spins and yeah. bar spins and bar spins and just not knowing how to jump a could spine you, could yet. You, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Could you air quarters and stuff like I that? I could air quarters barely. Like, I, I went actually, I went through a tape not recent, not too long ago, and like my run in Seal Beach, that was like my first pro contest was just insane what was your first pro contest seal beach oh, first was. pro I, I went amateur what, i wrote amateur what, what, and then won and then was like i think i'm gonna turn pro and huh? they were like do it <laughs> and then so what was it what was your run didn't even have goddamn oh, pegs dude. on his bike it was like superman seat grab no foot can everything revolved around the box yeah everything so any chance i had to go back and hit the box i hit the box i mean that's a that's a theme you know like i mean spinner got shit for that back in the day and then there's even at the feast events it's the, like but this is also like i mean yeah 100 percent. like the box jump has always been a back big then obstacle. people yeah. were bike riders yeah well i mean <laughs> everything if, if you looked at like you know i mean they weren't like street riders and they weren't yeah, fun, yeah. they were like, it, like yeah. so, like countering that with like your run, where you always rode the course and used different obstacles. Like I was never going to hit the grind rail, right? But yeah. you did that. You hit the box. Mira's run was super flowy. He could ride a quarter. He was flip, like flaring, flip faking, tail whipping, and I was just like there was a pyramid, like box jump, four way box jump thing in the middle. I like did a rocket bar spin over that, and yeah. then would go back up to the top and turn around. And runs were also. 90 seconds long. long. <laughs> so like you so, had many opportunities really? to go back up and hit the yeah. box and it wasn't frowned upon if you like took a breather, you yeah. know? So yeah, you, my, had to, you had to take a breather. My yeah. run was, was like make, like there was a double coping spine there, six foot tall. And I was like, I'm not bar spinning that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to get over it. So then I can do like a bar spin tail tap on the other side. And also a lot of your stuff was bar spins and that was oh, like it was all bar. Spins. It was all bar spins. So I think that was also people like, all oh, that dude does is bar spins. And I think it was yeah. a bit of like, not hating on the bar spin, like not hating on you, but just hating because all the shit you did was really hard. But you're, but we were trying to find something to hate on. Yeah, it was really you know? easy with my riding because it was it was heavy with the bar spins and heavy with the jumping. Um, I remember I went to a contest, a, a BS contest in Orlando, Florida, at the World of Disney. This is Indoor. a big one for me and you both. Yeah, but like I, I rode. I felt like I rode pretty good, and then I ended up in 26th place, and I was like, dude, like it crushed me. That, and I remember I, I, I think I talked to Losi afterwards because Losi was one of the judges. He's like, dude, you just do, you're just kind of doing a lot of jumping, bar spin, double bar spin well, stuff. And dude, it like it broke me into tears. Yeah, Aww. I remember I was gonna say you were in the hallway crying. I was, I yeah. was like super sad because I was like, I don't know what to do. Like that's that's what I do. And I and I was like, I wanted to continue down this path so bad, but yeah. like that was like such a heavy hit to me because I was like, what? I don't know. And from that point on, I was like, I have to learn 
different stuff. I got to figure this out because if they're going to tell me that all I'm doing is jumping and I'm just a jumper, then I have to like figure this out. And I, I put in work, dude. Like I got way more technical. It was right around that time I'd moved to Greenville. So like riding with Dave, Dave was like all along, like he was so well-rounded. So, so like, you know, riding sub boxes and like sub rails and all this stuff that I didn't know how to do. Like I learned that. And then also on the flip side, I remember him telling me like, this is sick, dude. Like we we're like, we're jumping together and we're learning stuff. And so we fed off each other, but that like hundred percent, I was like, committed to being like a well-rounded rider yeah. that would like it hit the didn't take course. long because yeah, i remember really. there was a time when i was like oh there's ryan and then like i said a couple years later i was like oh shit dude ryan's no joke i like, was, he was just you're so good at everything i was always very competitive very competitive and so when someone told me that my riding was not good and i just did a certain thing like dude i i would take that to heart and so yeah. i would go home and put the work in yeah like that's all it took for me it was just suddenly like Yo, like the same thing I did the last contest where I got like fifth or eighth or whatever, like all of a sudden isn't good enough. All right. So I would go home and just, and I put the work in and nice. that's like, honestly, like that's all I ever wanted was just to like be better. Is it weird that like something like that one, one contest will change your entire trajectory? Uh, yes and no. But that's, that's like, honestly, like that's kind of the kind of person I was is like, tell me I can't. Yeah. Like, tell me, like, tell me and I'll show you. It's funny how different we are. Cause for me, that contest, I qualified first at that contest and it was, and I didn't jump the box once. Yeah. And then I got third place in the contest. And then on TV, they showed like one clip of me mm -hmm. and then they showed Dave Mira's full run at 10th place. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to ever go to contest again. That was, <laughs> that was why I quit writing content. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be here. If I'm not going to show me. Yeah. What do I need to be here? And that changed my whole trajectory. You know, so it's that's interesting. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a different it's like take. It's a completely yeah. different take. Like I, but it's it's weird to me that we because we both clearly were so in love with bike riding, to yeah. to like we're like I have to learn and do what we're doing. But it was such two different paths. That, and I think and I think you had you had a lot more. I mean, you were you had established yourself earlier than I yeah. did, and hey. so you had those like opportunities of like going over to like England and yeah, like yeah. riding with all those dudes and like having that in. And I I was still fighting my way into whatever it was but at the same time like i love and i still do love competing I, there's something about like dropping in and seeing if you can do it yeah you know like it's a test and it yeah. will always be a test and to me it was always the test of like it doesn't matter like yeah last time you were able to do it like can you do it again like that doesn't overlap it doesn't the answer is like, yes ryan we all fucking know yes well, you can do it again i've had some great success but like that was always like for me was like the biggest challenge of like okay like can i show up and do it again or can I show up and correct what I did wrong? Like I want to talk about like that moment because I feel like I've seen it so many times where like it's Ryan Nyquist about to drop in. He's got to get this score. <laughs> and you're like up on there and obviously you've been riding. So you're like a little sweaty and you're like, you take this like deep breath and it's like, I, I mean, it's, it's like, it's it, like a quintessential thing. I can't think of a single like thing, but it's is a, there, it's is a there... produced movie moment. Is what it looks <laughs> oh, yeah. Like. Right. I, I've it's been in CGI. enough movies that I, no, no, no. I mean like it looks like when, so, seriously, when I launch you guys, you do that. You can see it. The comedy, it looks like someone wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and bec it's because you're that guy. Yeah. You know, you are that, that winning competitor. You know what I mean? Who's just, you're, you're, you're Rocky Balboa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your face, you know what I mean though? Like when it all, when it comes down to it, like you, yeah, there, you there, make it happen. There was like, uh, like one, I can't even tell the year. Oh, three, Oh four, something like that. I, it, it came down to the last run. 
you know, kind of thing. And you're like the last guy to go, you qualified first and you needed this run to like get first place. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think I slipped a hand on a 720 or something like that. And I remember being devastated, like devastated because I was like, it was right there. Like there was nothing that should have stopped me from doing that, but it did. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I went through the whole next year just with that X games on my brain, like X games. This, if this ever happens again, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Dude, I had a song picked out and I, when at that time you could like list with songs yeah. and I remember three runs. So the third song, it was a uh, bittersweet symphony, which was so weird. But like, that's when I heard and I was like, that's my, that's my song for that moment. And I played it thinking, I hope it doesn't come down to that. But if it does, the song is going to come on. And I visualized this moment yeah. for an entire year, dude. Yeah. For an entire year of just living that that moment over and over of my hand falling off and laying on the ground going, I just lost it. And I put myself in that same exact situation. Last guy to go, had to pull the run. That song popped on. And I just remember being like, this is it. And pulled the run, got the win. But I was like, that to me was one credits of my roll. credits roll. Dude, it was, yeah. it was insane. Like, and I was like, I, I didn't like, obviously I didn't want to be in that pressure situation, but having that all play out the way it did, like still gives me goosebumps. Do you think no. you really didn't want to, or do you think you willed it to happen? No, I did not. I did not want it to happen. <laughs> you sure? Everybody in their whole entire like career wants to be able to take a victory run. You want to smash it in the first two opportunities and not have to worry about it. Right? Like, so for me, no, I did not want to have that pressure situation, but I was there. And the fact that I was like, I thought about this moment for an entire year. Hmm. Like, let's go. That's what I'm saying. I think you manifested that moment. I don't know. If you think about something for a year. I don't know. Year, and let me tell you something. There, from a, from a, I think from my perspective, the, there's the, nothing cool about a victory run. What you, that, what you're doing is way more when you're cool. the, when you're the guy doing it. It's yeah. pretty dang cool. The, from, <laughs> the, from the produ- from the producer aspect, that, oh, is, a, that is a good. No, that is no, great. From no, the, the from the guy in the victory run. Well, you don't have to try. Just no, I'm saying the winning thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it played yeah. out was the like, that's what I'm was, saying. Yeah. Great TV. Yeah. But I do, do you, I mean, you probably never had this, uh, a losing streak. Um, but do you ever find, uh, did you ever find that when you're riding contests that as long as you were always, because I know for me, if, if I never occurred to me that I wasn't, when I was doing contests and wanted to do it, it never occurred to me that I wasn't going to qualify. Mm-hmm. And I know other people are like, oh, I hope I qualify. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. 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 And do you, does it ever do, do you do you ever do you ever find yourself finding that it never occurs to you that you're not that you weren't going to qualify and get top three because it became it was just what you did. Um, you know, yeah, where, that was that was part of the process. I think the nerve wracking part was like knowing how much to lay up. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what I needed to do in the finals. Um, I actually had a conversation with uh, Sandoval because he's you know a heavy competitor, but like yeah. he wants to just go in there and send it. Like mm-hmm. that's his which, thing. Which. Which, as much as grief I give him sometimes, I he does, and it's I'm into that. Oh, when, when it I'm comes, into it. When it comes, if he's in a situation where finals are going down, and he's like mentally in there, and he knows what he's got to do, like yo, he's he's an insanely strong competitor, but yeah. like he hates the qualifying process, and that's the whole thing. Is like we've talked about for a number of years. Is like you know, like you want to get to the finals because that's your eventual goal, but you have to know how much to do every single step because you have things that you want to do in the finals that are way above what you need to do to qualify or get to the next yeah. round. And you can't risk it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well I could do that. But then you also want that wow factor of like, well, I haven't done that yet. And I don't want the judges to see it yet because if they see that, then they think I should be stepping it up. And if I don't, then yeah. it's like, Oh, and they're saying, Oh, well it's doing the same thing he did in the qualifying. Dude, yeah. Competition is a crazy thing. And it's like, a, it's a big mind game. Do you, but, was it? Oh, do you have, do you look at riders who, cause I mean, I know, you know, some, I know some, some guys who are like some of the most winning riders who you feel like never stepped it up because they're so good that they just never, 
knowing what they can do and they never put it on the line. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I feel like you always hear rumors about Bestwick. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Bestwick was like the dude that you he can do hear everything. that he did X, Y, and Z. And you're like, no way. And so you assumed he would break he it never in saw contest. It. But he was so good and he had so much dominance. It was like, what? Like, why would you? Like, you know, like he played it like. Yeah. But do you have, what I'm asking, I guess, is do you have that mindset? Why would you? Or are you like. I want to give this back to the sport. Like I oh, want. I don't know. It, it, for me, it was never like a give it back. Or like, or just, you know what I mean? Like you're like I learned this. I I'm was gonna like, give it. I'm gonna I have this. this thing in my pocket. There it is. I just I want to put mm-hmm. it out there. Yeah, and that's I'm what I'm so saying. excited. Yeah. Like so you yeah. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or like that, he doesn't. For whatever but, reason. But man, like I mean, it worked about, for him. Talk about like intelligent level. Like be like, yo, let me see what everybody else is doing. Okay, well, do I need to risk it? And he did risk it multiple times. Like I remember yeah, trying nines in the wind and like like just like I mean the dudes fallen on stuff yeah. that's insanely hard um but you hear these rumors and you're like dang i want to see that yeah you know? and i wonder if the rumors are real you never know i, you know I mean you never are. know or if they're just rumors i i feel like i feel like there's a good percentage of of and, and in my head in real. my head i hope they're rumors because it makes me i hate to say it's less of a fan if if he had all this stuff that we I never know, saw because i heard decade 540s i heard tons of oh stuff. i'm sure double players heaven everything yeah i'm sure i'm um, sure all that stuff exists i i just think that there's you know, if you showed up to a contest and you had the idea that you were like almost not guaranteed because nothing's guaranteed, but like, dude, if I just stay on my bike, I'm going to win. You know, because you know when you're close. Dude, like, I, like, I that's would not his, be, that's not his fault. I would either, love you to know, be in that like, position of being like, well, yo, no, if I, I mean, go on the ramp and I do like X, Y, and Z, which I know I can do, and it's still hard, but like, I know I can do it and I'm going to win, I would, I would, but especially love to once be in you that qualify, position. though, but especially once you qualify. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once you qualify, I, I feel like it's like, all right, well, let me send one. Yeah. You know wasn't, what I mean? Wasn't there maybe, something? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess on Vert, it's a, the, the, the consequences are you're out. Yeah. <laughs> we're on, we're on yeah. park. You can like, I could survive. A, yeah. You might something. be able to slide out of something. In the yeah. Bottom, right? but, you, so I, I see that. But <laughs> I guess I just like, half, just... I, yeah. I've always kind of admired the ready fire aim guys. I, ready fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and I think Bestwick probably had those moments. And But I wonder I mean, if he, but I guess wonder if he had those moments. And I wonder if the idea of him and how good he was, we didn't feel like he had those moments because he was so good. Well, I think as fans of BMX, you want to see the show. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, but I wonder yeah. if, like, I wonder if we have put him such on a pedestal on how good he is. He was so smooth and good that maybe he had some of those moments in there for him. Oh, but, possibly. Oh, but but yeah, we, we didn't, didn't see that yeah. because we're like, well, yeah, well, he just did it in the middle well, of the and, and, yeah. and it's 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 hard, you know. Like, and I used to say, like, the best swing, best swing could have done was lose every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, because sure. like he was so dominant. But I kind of killed the show. Almost. I mean, yeah. again, putting myself in his shoes, like, dude, I would have dominated the hell out of that too. Yeah, like, yeah. no, no yeah. question. Like, not his no fault. No way I would yeah. ever laid up for that. And it's like, so yeah, like the dude killed Vert. Like, still kills Vert. It's crazy. Oh, I'm, yeah. What there was something I heard that you lost an event and punched the ground. Oh yeah, I did. What what event was that? Gravity Games. Gravity Games. Yeah. Which which one? Second one or the first one? Uh, Providence. So They're it was uh, <laughs> second one then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? Would you, I, would you lock, would you, what place did you get? I don't even know. But you, Not first. Not first. Oh, I think it was, because it was, I, remem- I remember. That's all we really know. That's all I knew, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I messed up and I crashed and it was really, it wasn't something that I, should have crashed on and mm-hmm. you know like at that time too i was riding dirt uh park which was street and also vert mm-hmm. so i was oh, yeah. stretched oh, pretty thin yeah. triple threat stretched pretty thin made, and i made finals in all of them and it was just like it what? was a, 
it was a lot. It was just a long week of riding bikes and juggling schedules along with media because you're doing all that and sponsor obligation. Like mm-hmm. they, they were busy weeks. And so I remember I crashed in dirt and I was just like so mad at myself, so mad at myself that, yeah, I was just staring at the ground and I just punched it. While you were still on the ground? I right after that. I crashed. Yeah. Oh, and I was just like cameras. this and I was just like, boom. And I just remember going, just broke my hand. Did you break it? Oh, I, I was positive I broke Boxer it. break? So I got up and I was like, mm, okay. Mm. And at the time, Gabrielle Reese was doing like a lot of like the interview commenting. And this was so freaking cool because it would have been so easy for her to like dismiss it or walk away. And I remember she pulled me to the side, like not interviewing whatever. She goes, hey, like that was dumb. But you know what I saw through that was passion and you care and you wanted it that bad. You need to figure out a way to channel that into something positive. Because wow. you just basically set yourself back. And I did. I was like, I got to go to the hospital now. I got to get x-rayed. I ended up not breaking it. But it, it was like still really messed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. What but a I cool was like, moment. Oh, dude, it was insane. Because, I mean, she, you know, she, I don't know, for those that don't know who she is, like, insane volleyball player, world class. Yeah. But, like, also, like, like ascended beyond just volleyball. Like, she was known throughout the world, right? Yeah, she was yeah. one of the biggest women uh Giant Athletes. woman, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she towered <laughs> up. Me, but yeah, she, she just like, an avatar. She was, she was like, yeah, she was, she was awesome. But like, I, I think I can picture her. In my yeah, head. yeah, she's yeah, Larry really. Hamilton's wife. Yeah, okay. as well. Right. And, and but like, it was just like you didn't need to do that. Like, yeah. you didn't have to pull me aside and be like, hey, like you know that moment you just had right there was bad, and and you know it was bad because in hindsight, yeah, you um, like broke my hand. Yeah. But like, she was like, just you're passionate. I can see that you love what you do. You need to figure out how to channel that into positivity. And I was like, "Dang!" Did you yeah. actively do that? Like, what was the what was the repercussion? Yeah, you won for the last twenty years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I never, well, I never punched the ground again. The, yeah. the cool thing about that is yeah. that that could have only come from someone else at, uh, on the equal level of you as as an athlete and a competitor. I respected that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could have yeah. it only came from that, and it would have only probably meant if it would have just been like some cameraman who said that, or like some TV host that, like Paul Higgins yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Yep. You would have been like, so uh, so you know? a positive no. uh, spin off of that, and so I, I would always had. I held myself to a very high standard, probably higher than was realistic. But sometimes I met it and I was very happy, but other times I didn't. And I got very upset with myself. And I remember one time there was a triple crown or maybe a due tour in Oregon, in Portland. And I remember I messed up the run somewhere and I was still, I still was riding, but I just didn't get the trick I wanted. And I remember going all the way to the end and I was like so mad at myself that I was like, I'm just going to punish myself and I'm going to do this trick. And if I crash, I deserve it. And it was a nothing to straight double bar. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I can't believe I just messed up back there. So whatever. I kind of like this, Ryan. And I remember it was like, boom, nothing. Grabbed on, just spun it. I was like, whatever. I'm into this. And then I was like, oh. And I grabbed on and I landed. I was still mad. I remember Darden was right there. And Darden was like, what the? You know, they're just like, what? And all I could think about, I was like, I didn't even realize what I did. I was trying to punish myself. Because I had messed up. And I just remember being like so angry that I didn't realize I had done this trick that I never wanted to do. Never thought of doing. But for some reason, it popped in my head as I'm coming around the berm for the last set and then did it. But the whole time, I'm just like, I can't believe myself, dude. Are you kidding me right now? Okay, let me. Okay, let's hit the ground. You deserve it. Like just weird stuff. But like, but yeah, it's pretty normal. I Uh, I think it's I think that's kind of normal. (laughs) I mean, I think it's normal for people of your caliber who've worked so hard at something and are and you know because there's different bike riders around the eras where it's like they're just good and it doesn't really matter to them but then you're like dudes who are like work really hard to be good and then dudes who are like 
just want to win, but not for anything more than the love of what they do. Like it's not a because I, I feel like with you, I, you said you're very competitive, but it's not just I want to win. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of it was for me. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, but I, I mean, just, like anger and BDs, but, basically, but like, right? You know, but if you yeah, <laughs> like, like blacked out yeah, and like it, seeing red, but just yeah, flinging the bar, masochistic ABD and BDs. and that that was like that was like a weird like one off, and and I, I from that I was like, yeah, that was dumb because I could have ended up on the ground, and that would have been even yeah. worse, right? Like I wouldn't have, because that those t- like, I was still riding park and dirt, so like it would have messed up the weekend. But it was just like you know like. I cared. Wait, so I mean, were much. you were you out of control? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it was it like I I think Dude, I, I, was, I think you're looking just, at this all wrong, man. I maybe think, I am. But I like, think I, yeah. I just think that like I think those are the things that make you who you are. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And the only reason no. you could have done that is because you can do it because it was possible. Well, because you were prepared, so you did everything. If you want to look at it like that way, yeah, I got out of my own way. I didn't think no. about it. Yeah. I just sent it because I was like, I don't care. Like yeah. there was no like I hope I don't crash. It was like no I hope I do crash. <laughs> so I got out of the way of that. But like I, you know, it's just I don't know. I felt like there was a really good quote by Sean White that I heard him say one time in like a documentary, and it it totally rang true. When like I had I had like a series of like years where I just felt like I couldn't lose, and and he said something that was like oh my gosh I felt that before, and he goes I felt like the second I even just showed up. I showed up with an advantage and I was like, dude, like, and that he's a hundred percent. Right. Oh, hundred percent. Like his confidence when he was on top was like next level. Like, Mm -hmm. and so that was what I was sort of feeling at that same time too. was just like the second I showed up, I knew I just felt like I had an advantage because I knew what I was capable of. I knew I was driven and focused enough to get it if I wanted it. And your presence probably affected other people's confidence. I mean, like, there's so much my yeah. mental game to this, but, like, yeah, showing up to practice and just doing all the stuff that I wanted to do and being confident and being dialed. Like, you, when you see someone like that on the course, like, it affects you, yeah, dude, it affects because you. you're like, I have to beat that guy. Yeah. yeah, That's my job right now is to beat that guy. And he is looking unbeatable. See, that's why we didn't like you, because that guy was wearing a Rastafarian shirt. <laughs> that's, and yeah. so we didn't Blue goatee. Yeah. You just, you just, with a blue goatee. You just summed up why we didn't like you. Because oh, well, there you go. I just that's it. it was I mean, that's, you, you mind fucked us from the early mid-90s. That, that's, uh, that's it's hard it It's hard for me to understand that, but I get it. You know, like for, it's hard for me to relate for that, because I've never been that. And I've never had that that amount of confidence in the in the fact that whatever it's, I was doing. Yeah, this like, is, it just, I, I remember hearing that, him say I had, that. I had that confidence. That I had that confidence two weeks ago on a rail and it fucking put me to sleep that's, basically. That's what, so, said, yeah. uh, that's what I meant when I said, did you ever go to comments just assuming you were going to, the confidence was so high that it wasn't, you just know that you're high confidence, you're but it was well. never assumed because, because I, I had learned my lessons enough times that I knew that if I assumed that anything was going to happen or if I knew, like told myself I was going to win, then I let up. Did you find mm-hmm. yourself doing worse when you had to really think about what you had to do. Like, I know for no. me, if I just went and did what I was, what I, this is what I want to do. And if I paid attention when everyone else would do it, cause I would always, I always wanted to go first. Mm. I always wanted to go first. So I didn't have to like, so there, so I didn't get mind, no, you know, man, didn't my, mind games by them. Mine was them. like, whatever the situation, whatever, mm. like stress or whatever, like I true competitor, I just, I knew what I needed <laughs> to do. And I would, I would just wrap my head around it and I would, focus and visualize and then drop in and get it done was there any contests that uh, either are your favorite contests because of something like that or any contests where you what you just said where you were like oh 
I know what I have to do now. And it was something that was slightly out of your reach. Yeah, there was so um, there was one contest in uh, Whistler. It was like the best contest we ever had. Um, I remember. Uh, yeah, Red Bull contest. Yeah, it was, was awesome. The elevation, elevation, and uh, and I remember I spent like an entire not a week, but like maybe three or four days with Corey Bowen doing media stuff up there. And I remember like he and I were the dudes like, you know, knowing that we were going to go to battle, but like, you know, still friends, but just knew when it came time, like Mm -hmm. we were going to be swinging. And Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, I got to get this done. I remember. And so those jumps were terrifying. They were amazing, but yes, terrifying. Um, And I remember in practice, like practicing and practicing and practicing and just things were getting progressively worse. And I remember like at one point I had to stop mid set and I just pulled it over and I sat there for probably 10 minutes just looking away from everything, from everybody. You know, the medic came over and was like, okay, I was like, I'm good. And I just was like, I need to get myself centered. I mm-hmm. need to figure out what it is that's messing me up and just take a break and just take some deep breaths and come back to it. And knowing that like, okay, I got to go off here, right? And so I remember getting centered, calming down, getting back up the jumps, riding them, like almost just starting over. And then things were starting to put themselves together. And then the contest was happening. Corey was crushing it. Like, I just remember I had... And that I, was Corey Bowen's time. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, just, you, you, if you weren't a Corey Bowen fan, you weren't watching the yeah. contest. Yeah. And I remember like I had done, which was super weird for me, but like like a three whip before, but I had to spin opposite three. And it was completely unusual. And I hadn't done it. And I was like, kind of like... Uh, like I know if I do this, it's going to be super surprised. Nobody's seen me really do it and it'd be awesome because it would be mid set and I just have to keep going. But I was like, yeah, I think this is what I have to do. And I remember doing it and it doesn't sound like much cause it's just a three whip. But for me, it was just like completely outside my comfort zone. Yeah. I had done it. It wasn't proven. I wasn't comfortable, but I was like, all right, this is what it's going to take and just did it. And it worked. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. And like, that was like, I don't know. Like there was a couple moments like that of like things that you're like, I'm not comfortable right now, but mm-hmm. if this is what I want, I have to do this. And you kind of talk yourself up and you like, like that. You psych yourself up and you go for it. And yeah, like a couple moments like that, I tried not to get in those situations. I, I was never really much of like a huck it guy mm-hmm. and just see what happens. But you know, like I wanted it. I wanted to win. Yeah. Did I you win? Seriously. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yell, I remember story. that yell at the bottom of the berm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. That's, all I've ever wanted to do is ride my best and win. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I just, I love so you it. Got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got what you wanted. I did. You got what you wanted. There's been a time where you've you ever in any of those years, because you had a very, there's only like a couple riders that got what you got. Meaning when the sport really blew up, you started doing stuff with the family and you and Mira family blew up, being family uh, being the agency. agency yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You and Mira really got opportunities that no one else got, mm-hmm. which I'm sure caused animosity of some riders. And it also was like, I would assume, a bit of your life kind of felt unreal a little bit compared to everyone else's. Because everyone else was still riding BMX. And for us, it looked like you guys were becoming rock stars. Yeah. You know? But you always kept a level head. Was there ever a time where you're like... For me, that that period of time... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. Go ahead. Um, like, I wasn't fully aware of what was happening around me. Understandable. Uh, I, I just, all I cared about was riding. Yeah. I just wanted to ride and win contests. Like, it's it's so very simple at the core of it. it was it's almost like, it's almost unbelievable because it's how, how do you be in that relation, well, in that in that situation and your yeah. ego doesn't inflate I mean, it, to a also, point. For me, and that's, that's, that's a, a, a 
testament to kind of guy. Agreed. But, agreed. Yeah. But I also think maybe for you, since you were so focused on it, it was just what was happening to you. Right. And yeah. You, instead of I like was... you weren't trying to get those things, they were just happening. And there's very much a big difference between that you're things you want and you try to get and things that just happen. Yeah. I, th I think about that a lot and I, I don't really have regrets of how I did things, but it's like, man, like if I had played, like paid a little bit better attention to what was happening around me, the, uh, the opportunities, the people that we were dealing with, like, could I have done something more? Like, but then I think back and I was like, I really didn't want anything else on my plate. I really, all I want to do is ride. Yeah. You know, like I look at, I have like a old passport and you look through and you see all these amazing stamps. And I was like, dude, I don't, none of this matters. Like I didn't see anything except for the airport, the hotel, mm -hmm. the venue and some restaurants. Yeah. And then I went back home. Yeah. And I could have easily spent three or four days exploring, meeting new people, seeing the entire world on somebody else's dime, and I did not care. Yeah. I didn't care about any of that. And I I do regret that because I could have stayed off the bike for three or four days to, like, see the world. Yeah. Like, something that, but like, I, I mean, that's a pretty big education, you know, and I, I do regret that. I do agree because, obviously, I have the yeah. same sort of feelings a lot of times. But he's, he's, he's swam in actual human shit before. But, um, yeah. Yeah. He's got all the experience. It's called, it's called your forties. Um, <laughs> um, Is that but, what I feel like? But I, but do you think if you would have done that, maybe all this would have changed? Oh, I could have. Do you know what I mean? Because maybe you would yeah. have. It would have found something that just tilted your interest here a little bit, and yeah. maybe or, or or steered your focus a little bit towards some other well, thing. And, yeah, hundred percent. Because like my my wife now, like she. We dated when I was like, you know, winning a lot of contests and stuff. And, and I was really high strung. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. when it, when it came time, like, you know, like I, I didn't want to go out to like the parties and stuff. And she just didn't understand why she's like, wait, so there's a party that you're invited to. You have VIP passes, social distortions playing. You probably get to meet them and you don't want to go. I'm like, yeah, not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, because I practice tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for this. Like, this is what I want. I, I, I'll listen to social distortion on the way home on my Walkman. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I understand. Beat the crowd and listen to CD. Yeah. Uh, Better seat. Do you still, um, uh, do you still see that person in you? you know, yeah. Or does that person seem like someone far away? No, it, it's, it is far, but like there is times when I'm like, yeah, like I still feel, I still have the itch, you know, but I think at this level or at this stage in the game, I'm like, you know, there's a lot more risk versus reward, you know, like, and honestly the reward doesn't feel as good as it used to, you know? And yeah. that's, that's just because I'm like, I'm, I'm not as competitive. I don't want it as bad because I don't know. I just like, I, I think there becomes a certain point when it's like, all right, I've done this before, yeah. you know, like, and what is this going to prove? Like, is this going to prove anything? Like maybe that I can still do it, but like, could I do this? I, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's still in there and I can still feel it burning. And there's times when I'm like, yeah. Is that I why you this. didn't? Cause I feel like you're doing mountain biking, but I, I expected when I started seeing mountain bike stuff, I was like, Oh, well, sorry guys. Nike no, is just so, come to the party. Dude, the mountain bike thing was a complete, like, I wonder if I could, like, it was just more of like a challenge. Got and it. that literally the challenge stemmed from, uh, I rode with all those guys in Santa Cruz. Like, and yeah. I didn't even know at the time, but they were like the dudes. Like yeah. the the dudes are free ride. I was, and it was his name trails, right? Uh, Greg Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. and a lot of those dudes, like Tyler McCall, Cam McCall. Like there was just a lot of guys in the area, like our dog. Um, but like riding with those guys, I hopped on somebody's bike, and I was like, "Oh, this would be fun," you know. Tried a three sixty, crashed. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> hold on a second, let me try it again." Crashed. 
crashed. I crashed like three or four 360s. Nothing, just 360, like a box size yeah. jump. And I was like, there's no way this is good. This this bike is going to make it so I can't 360. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. Like, same sort of thing. Is like, tell yeah. me I can't. Yeah. Tell, tell me why this shouldn't work. And so I was like, all right. And so I started riding a more, like somebody else's bike. I ordered a dirt jumper from Haro. I was like, oh, this is fun, you know? And then slowly I was like, I wonder, like, could I? Could I make the jump over there and do like not dominate because I didn't think I was ever going to dominate because they're like Seminook, you know, there's, like there's it's, incredible it's, a talent. It's, a sport. it's just like, dude, yeah. I, I never had the, the idea that I was just going to take over their sport. Cause I, cause it, instantly I was like, I can't even 360 this bike. What, t- what, what is going to tell me that I can all of a sudden beat these dudes? Right. Yeah. So I was like, all right, but like, could I? And so I decided, yeah, I want to try. How much and time I, do you spend riding those bikes? Yeah. Uh, a lot. Well, okay. at first, at first, no. I was like, oh, okay, like I'll go to this contest. I went to a contest in Austria, and it was my first contest there. Seems like a, you know, that seems like that's not a big commitment. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, all right, and like so, I went and I was like riding. I was feeling pretty he good. Said, yeah, he said no. I went to Austria. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the event was. It was like you had to do these smaller events. Put to the like bike together around. and then put it on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I went there and I was like feeling pretty good and I was like, all right, yeah, yeah here we go. And then crashed and ended up like. Like, didn't qualify, didn't do anything. I was like, yeah. dang. And that was another humbling experience of like, oh, like, okay, now I want to do this because... Because I sucked at it. I just it. got my ass yeah. handed to yeah. me. But I spent an entire winter just riding those bikes and getting used to it and figuring out, like, I did so many weird modifications to the bike to make it work for me, too. Like, I ran the He thinnest. put back pegs on that bitch. I did. <laughs> I was doing rocket stuff, like... But like I had the, the bond smallest, trigger, even a bond trigger. Now you're the outfit. opposite yeah. of bond trigger. I had the smallest, lightest <laughs> tires on there because it, with the ones that like everyone's yeah. riding, Rotate, I yeah. couldn't throw like a raw dog double without yeah. hitting the front brakes. You say a raw dog double. Raw dog double. Damn. Son. Yeah. But like I, I did the dude. There was I made. Oh my god. Nasty. I double. totally forgot about this. I had my brother Shay make me bar ends out of steel, and they went in this far, solid steel. Why? So my my idea was. Okay, so More mass on the bars, heavier, bigger wheels, right? Greater rotational weight, yeah. smaller, lighter bars. Uh, I need more weight on top to counter that because the BMX bike. Does is, the science check out on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, according Sh- to your, Shays and NASA. According to your, so NASA, I, your, I, your, your, your I, I actually asked Shay. I was like, "Does this check out?" And he was like, "Yeah." So yeah. I was like, "All right, well, let's make some heavy ass bar ends." Yeah, and so I put those bad boys in to give me more weight. And to the, be able to go to the bars and the raw dog starting, yeah, and, and it's like so. I, I was so is it, it just out of curiosity? Is like a is a, a no touch double bar is probably pretty insane in the mountain bike so, world. It's so hard, but they don't. Nobody does it. I assume people people do, but it's like it's it's a commitment. Yeah, okay. like because that that wheel's so big, right? Dude, yeah. it's moving like this. Yeah, as opposed to BMX, like you know, like you Fairly can run tight, really, yeah. yeah, like you can run anything lighter, and you but your bars are always going to have more weight than just a single, right? Yeah, so it counters like you have a heavier part up here when this is lighter. It's the opposite for a mountain bike. It's like way heavier in the wheel with like nothing up top. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out ways and yeah, I spent a whole winter just like committing myself to that and then got in and then basically <laughs> just like, all right, well I want to qualify. I would love to go to, um, Crankworks in mm-hmm. Whistler and yeah. ride that event. You have to qualify in for it. It's like, you know, the Holy grail of all slope style events. And I was like, that was my goal. And so I spent this whole entire year just like going to the smaller contest, trying to get these like wild cards into this diamond level event. And then when you get there, it's like, you need to like, really produce to like stay in and i remember i finally got in there and i got an invite or i guess i qualified in to go to crankworks and i was like no way i'm here mm-hmm. I did that it. took a year 
I took uh, a, it was well, a season the, that builds up to it. Too. Yeah, no, but so I mean, like, like about, the time no, you about, started wondering. about a year and a half, right? You deciding that you wanted to do this. Yeah, a year and a half. So then I was like, all right, and I got like ninth, and I was like, all right. So the next year, I was like, all I want to do is get back there and do better than ninth. Mm-hmm. That's that was my goal. It's like just better than ninth, under no illusion that I was like, oh, this is I got this. Yeah. Like so then I was You're like, gonna change oh. this shit to Nyquist works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah watch. <laughs> um, but like I started doing like like I got like fifth place and fourth and this and that and I was like no way and you I got, got fourth place at Crankworks. I I went to Crankworks that next year and I had a run that was loose, very loose, but like everything was working. I got down to the last obstacle and it was like you know this it's monolithic like a 20, yeah. twenty-two yeah. foot yeah. drop, twenty-two feet out, and it's just gnarly. And I'm I've never been a hop three guy. I've never been had good hops or anything like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, without like a rider truck or something. Yeah, least, right? but like I'm supposed to three this thing. Oh, down. People, it was like a, cl- a drop. Yeah, a drop. Just a flat drop. And I remember like I didn't do it in practice because I was so nervous. And I was like, all right. And I just did it the last run, and I pulled it. And I remember coming out of that. And just being so happy, just so happy that I did that. And then the score came in, and I was like, "I got third place." Fuck yeah! I got podium at that the event. Podium? I at podiumed at, at the Crankworks. Yeah. Like, and I was like, "Wow, huh?" And so at that point, you know, like I'm like, I feel like I accomplished what I set out to do. Like, yeah. could I do this? And so I was like, I got that. And then so then I spent another year doing it, but like my brain had already switched. Like I want to ride with BMX again. Mm. Like the, the Olympic stuff is starting to happen. I want, I kind of want to do that. Like a new shiny toy. I want to do that. And so I was, but I was already committed to another year. So I was like one foot in the door of BMX, the other foot still in mountain biking. I had like a couple sponsors that I gained. So they were expecting me to do this, but I was literally just going through the motions of like, all right, but the motions of riding slope style, you can't just go through the motions. Yeah. Like it is so scary. Yeah. Like, at any moment you're, you're going to drop from like three or four stories and it's going to suck, Yeah, you know? And I was like, dude, this is so dumb. And not only that, but I'm <laughs> to like be trying, half in. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. spending like, like if I'm actually trying to go to the Olympics, it's like, dude, I, I have to be all in here. So I was doing myself a total disservice. Yeah. Like, you know, just spreading myself way too thin. Thinking going, this is both. going back to vert park and dirt all yeah. in the same. Yeah. Yeah. But so. like, I mean the, but yeah, it was just I don't know. I, 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 I had no idea you got third at Cranksworks. That's crazy. I went, you know, I went to that that one Colorado event. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I was filming yeah, Drew yeah. for yep. Red Bull. Yeah, and it it was cool. It was I think the I when I went back, I was like, dude, Nyquist was there. And when they said they said all these other dudes' names that I don't know, like because I'm <laughs> so dense, I don't know anybody. <laughs> and and they said Nyquist's name. The place exploded. Yeah, it was like I was gonna ask, how were you received? It was it was uh, insane. Like I don't know who was the number one guy. Nyquist was the number one guy. Yeah, so like that that, was it was insane. It was so that that was a hundred percent like, and I didn't even realize that kind of effect either until I got there because that was I remember that event. I remember being like, whoa, like why why is everybody cheering for me? Like that's crazy. But it was because all these people that were there riding the mountain with their bikes grew up riding BMX. BMX. Yeah. They grew up watching X Games. Yeah. And so when they heard my name, it was like the kid in them was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, so I got these loud cheers and I got people like coming up to me like, I can't believe 
like I can't believe this is you. I can't. I I grew up watching you. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. So I had that carry over. Such a weird concept, but like, yo, they grew up riding BMX. They grew up watching X Games. They were huge fans of ours and what we were doing. Yeah. And now it's like they're in this whole you, different world. You all started riding mountain bikes at the same. Yeah, time. but it was like it was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, what are you doing here? I was like, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, this is so sick. And so yeah, like I remember that, like being like, yo, that was really loud. Was so was that early on in it? Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so that was that first year of me trying okay, just to make the it first to Crankworx. Year. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so after that, you you got third at Crankworx. That's crazy. Yeah, that like, is unbelievable. That's like one so, of my biggest accomplishments. Well, uh, I feel like, little that switch. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is is uh, going back to the competitive side? Uh, we talked about you know that being driven to compete and all that stuff. Which one? Which one is your like pinnacle win? Like which which is your contest win that you're most proud of? I think so. Oh, so this isn't just this isn't one, but I think when I think of all the things that I was able to do in BMX, there was a series called the Vans Triple Crown, mm-hmm. and that was around for four years. So three events a year for four years. There was twelve events. Uh, over the span of that four years, I had won eleven out of the twelve dirt events. Wow. What? So for four years I won, and then you Gutler, were the best. Gutler beat me at the last one. Oh, the very like, last Gosh, one. Gosh, dude, it was like, oh my! I was so like. Was that at the last one? At the very last one. Was that one. when he, the front flip started? He yep. had that one. Yeah, run and he and was, he and, and he, he, that was, was beginning. One run he did. That was the beginning thing. of seven twenty in front flip. Yeah, yeah, that was the beginning of his dominance because he had like a year or two where he was dominating too, yeah. and he was just starting to come in his own. And I was like, oh, and I had a couple slip ups, and I was like, that was it. But like eleven out of the twelve for four years straight and i i always look at that as like like i didn't even realize what i was doing at the time yeah but like to do that for that long the span of time i was like and that was one of those where like there was definitely like moments where i was like last run let me figure it out there was one where i was like oh last run i think i'm gonna do a rocket double truck because that seems like it makes sense and in my head i'm like there is absolutely no way that makes sense (laughs) to me now but like that's the confidence of like yeah i got that all right so like when it when it matters i'm just gonna do these weird wild tricks that make sense to me you know but like to like to do that for that span of time, I'm always super proud of that because I, that was just like, I, I don't know if if that exists to that level yeah. anymore no. of like consistency, but like at that high level. And there's guys that are consistent that do it, like Logan Martin, right? Like he, he'll show up to a park event and like he's always a favorite to win or at least do well. Yeah. But like, yeah, but I was always proud that I was able to do that for like four years. There's is this a difference now though, which that the difference between you and them now is. Now there's like a formula, kind of. You know, there's like four tricks that those dudes just do the same four tricks in different order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. But, and no. I'm not talking yes. bad about it, but I'm saying at your, I feel like because it's all relative to the time. Yeah. Right? But so it's not like a, it's not. I'm not. It's not a negative on them. But I feel like the bag of tricks you have to have then is a different amount. Yes and no, man. Because like like I see the same effect of what the Superman Seeker I've had back in the day. What do you mean? When when like TJ started doing like massive Superman seat grabs and Cam Birdwell and all those guys, like, you know, you were stretching them, Ronnie yeah. Chalk. Keggy. Pretty soon, like at the dirt comps, and this is dirt versus park, but like at the dirt comps, everybody was doing a Superman seat grab in the run. It was like the hot trick. And so, yeah, I do see that in park that there's a lot of like similar riding going on. A lot of the guys do it, but there are still guys that have their own style and their own tricks, you know? And so, so it, it's, it's, I see it because I'm like I'm engulfed in that. Yes, you see, see th- and then from a think... perspective point of view, when I I know because right at the Olympics we were down a guy right, somebody got hurt, so we were down a male. Yeah, but, and did. then I, in my head watching, I was like, well, if they let Nyquist 
ride, he wins. <laughs> so no, but I'm serious because watching it from a perspective point of view, even though I'm aware of how hard things are, right? It's not like I'm unaware of it. Um, I just know, I'm like, you would have ridden the course very different than they rode because they all, I, there's, a, there's a trend now of how you ride a course. And uh, I feel like that's been lost somewhere. I think it's just morphed. I think it's changed because because Miro was the guy a long time ago that kind of like really started putting flowy runs together with thought. And yeah. like I said, you were always doing stuff as well. But like I feel like Miro was the one that was always like Miro was doing real stuff, really like <laughs> real or not. It was like he always made it look really flowy, yeah. and really good. And so like I think for me, anyways, I always saw what he was doing. I was like, oh, like that's how you do it, right? Yeah. Like he's the guy that's winning. He's being rewarded. That's what you need to do. I think that. Those guys, I mean, like, if you think about it, it's like, okay, so Dares was next, Spinner, like, all these guys yeah. kind of filed in on the park scene. And you morph it, like, Dares is still, like, a very influential guy to, like, a lot of the top guys because he was, Oh, like, it, they've all copied Dares. Yeah. But, like, that's yeah. the thing is, like, I, I just think it's morphed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, not everybody doing the same stuff, but it's, like, there's definitely tricks that are popular. And you got to also throw in the fact of, like, social media. Like, you can see people learn stuff. And... That's the crazy part to me is like people are posting everything, everything they're learning. There's no secrets anymore, really. But like, okay, well, I just saw him learn it and I have foam and resi access to it. Four hours later, you can learn it. Yeah. And so like for me, it's like that's just a big part of it, too, is like that instant gratification of seeing someone post a trick they just learned and be like, whoa, I want to do that. That's not outside of my realm of being able to do it. And if I do that, that's really cool. Maybe I can do that in a contest. That's just everything kind of morphine. So. Yes, I I see what you're saying about like oh all these four same tricks and stuff, but it's like you can see the differences of the different people doing them because they might do it in different places that are like whoa that was crazy. You yeah, know? but so, I mean to Mike's to to Mike's defense, like X Games Chiba like Logan Martin won it was fucking incredible, but yeah. he did 13 toes. Mm-hmm. So I mean I'm in not, 60 it, seconds, yeah, what I was you know, and they were all di- there's two switch ones, there's three upside yeah. down ones, there's mm-hmm. the you, there's three it's across the a channel, four, but it was it was 13 toes. Yeah. you know, and it's like take mm-hmm. it away from anybody because I'm full aware of how gnarly it is. Yeah, but it's 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 strange to me that. That it's morphed into like it's no handers, barspins, tail whips, and pointers. Well, here's it. I mean, and, and then any of those combined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, I feel like in your day you had to, as long as you can master those four and those and and, and all versions of it. In your day, you had to compete against people. Like it's a difference between seeing like that and a Hoffman run, where you're like you don't know what is coming out next. Yeah, there's Peacock mm-hmm. in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't know what trick. <laughs> so I and and it's funny. I, something else I wanted to mention that. When you mentioned all those people, you know, it was Googler's time, and then it was Spinner's, and then it was the whoever's. Um, it's still yours, which is... I like how that, much of a super fan he is. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not even... But, I like this, too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm serious. Like, it, it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because I've been told a million times, like, the new, he's a new dude. He's a new dude. He's a new dude. Because me and you have some of the longest careers in bike riding as a professional. And there's always a new guy that's super good, but... I've, you know how many, I mean, how many guys have you seen being the best dude and then he's gone in four years? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the difference. It happens. Yeah. I mean, that's... Difference. I know you, you're coming from a place because you're you, but coming from someone watching this for so long, you know what I mean? And also coming from a mindset where I can really um, understand, I think, your mindset of where you might have been sitting on the deck knowing like, oh, well, I got to send it here. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, or I don't want to screw this one up because I, if I screw this up, I lose. Watching you do that for so many years, I think you're not giving yourself as much credit and because I know you respect these new riders and uh, it's not to do with them, you know, this is about you. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like a negative to them. It's like, you, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit on how, on what you did. 
You know what I mean? Like that feat is not like, oh yeah, I did it. Oh, or even when you say like, oh, that's something I'm proud of these three years. I don't think you really understand, or maybe because I'm listening to you talk, maybe you're just being modest or humble, but it's it truly is something that no one else has. Well, and it's like I said, and, it's you Hoffman, you and Hoffman. I just, I, I never, like I said, I just, all I wanted to do was win and ride my bike and learn tricks. That's, I mean, it's, it was so simple and so basic. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like truly. And so it's like, okay, well, and I, and I also very firmly believe that like you were, it didn't matter what you did last weekend, what place you got. It just didn't like, I think there's a lot that, to be said about building confidence, but like it, it didn't have that effect on me of like, Oh, I got third. It was like, I was never shook. It was just more motivation. Yeah. I was just, it just lit the fire. And so for me, it's like, I never really like rested on like any kind of like, Oh, these are my results because I knew that that didn't matter on today. Like if I want to drop in and do this, it does, I can't say like, well, <laughs> you guys saw me do it last week. Right. Eh, okay. Give me, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> Call it, call it even, right? It's like, no, like I have to go in and produce like this, like Chuck D is going to point at me and I got to go in again. It's like, that's like, someone's going to tell you to go yeah. and you have to go. And this is your time to prove that you can still do it. And that to me was always what I loved about competition because it was like, yo, like you always have to prove yourself. Like, you know, I, like, I just, I don't know. I love that test. It Has was a test. Kids or age or anything change that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, there, there was a period of time where, like, I just, I don't know, I, I wanted I wanted different things in my life. You know, mm-hmm. like, the, the competitive edge was still there, but, like, you know, like, I was getting married. I, we were talking about having kids, and I was like, okay, like, this is all stuff that, like, is time-consuming, you know? And, and I know how I wanted to be, like, as a husband and as a dad, or I had ideas of how I wanted to be, but it was like, oh, like, this this doesn't mesh well in a lot of ways. You know, like, leaving for, like, I mean, I, I remember like adding up days I was gone in a year and it'd be like 212. That's you know, great. Like, kids. No, pre-kids. No. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like, you know, you have kids, or you have a wife and that's another person unless they're going to travel with you everywhere, which wasn't possible. It's like, yo, know, like something has to give here. Something has to change because I do want that. I want all of that really bad. Yeah. But like, okay, well then I have to like do less of this. And so I was, I was doing less of, you know, all the competitions. I used to not say no to a single competition yeah. or an invite to anywhere. I'd be like, cool. Yep done 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 and now it's all of a sudden like well you know like my wife's pregnant you know i'm i'm not gonna go for three weeks yeah you know like oh i'm gonna do this or my kids or whatever so you make you start making these decisions and yeah to say like it didn't affect you like 100 percent. like you know that's a huge part of my life and, I, and one that i didn't want to do half-assed either yeah so it's like okay well if i want that then some of this has to change you know and it has to dra- i mean that that lifestyle has to drag on you too the competition lifestyle because i mean i i talked to durs somewhere in the last year and he was like i'm fuck i don't know if i caught him in a mood but he's like i'm over it nah, he's just a grumpy old yeah, man he, is he was just i mean grumpy. he was saying he was like this is it last year you know like yeah, it, like i don't know if that's true or not because he's still probably going to be in the olympics next year but or yeah, whatever I mean, that, that's the thing with durs like he's but, he's another guy that you know longevity and and you know having great success and, and wins and stuff like that like you know it's 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 a tough thing to just give up yeah because he could just show up to a contest and get podium and be like oh I still got it yeah. you know like yeah. but he could also just like show up to a contest and have a bad day like that's everybody right so yeah. it's like cash roll a spine and get fucking memed yeah but well, that's yeah. weird right how that just shows up <laughs> in the internet um <laughs> i made this edit of he tried to cash roll a spine and landed like in the oh so what yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put some the... heavy metal music yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. put like some atomic explosion and ninja. How does he like, take that? 
He never even said anything about it. He didn't oh, like so it. Oh, that means he didn't like it. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. That it, yeah. Not saying something about it is saying, saying something about it. Is it? it. Yes. Ooh, oh, twinsies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's mad at you. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was everybody all, everybody all else, enjoyed it. Everybody else enjoyed it. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, I mean, long story short, yeah, it does, it 100% affects everything I was doing in BMX because it that was time needed i needed time to do that i needed time to be with my girlfriend my wife with my kids and so yeah like it you take away from whatever is fully consuming your life i mean that's yeah. just you only have so many hours in the day so how are you going to spend it well i mean you know there's only two answers to that question yeah. it's what you said or the other one the other one which is just well it didn't change anything yeah because it's all about me yeah, yeah. you know but i mean based how- on everything you've said you know like i mean that's another thing that like actually laird i talked to i talked to a bunch of people you know uh laird wanted to know um because he's like he's we wanted me to describe what it's like being one of the most liked and fun loving people in bmx and now dealing with all the olympic drama does your fun loving personality affect hard decisions when dealing with riders and being a head coach no because i mean the fun loving stuff happens appropriately and I, and I know when you need to be able to sit down and have serious conversations. Like that's something I learned actually, you know, just living in and being with Mira. Like he was very professional in a lot of situations, but he was also the dude at the club that could just be like goofing around and, and making jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I have a very good sense of when I could be like just silly, you know, and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, with the Olympics, like that's the Olympics. I'm not yeah. going to mess around with that. You know, like, um, you know, you mentioned this is this is crazy, and like I, I don't know when it would ever come out, but maybe now it's like you mentioned, like uh, you know, like oh, if Ryan would have dropped in the Olympics, like he would have won, right? I think so. Like I, I'm not saying if it would have or whatever, but like, dude, there was there was a point where I was like, hey, we got uh, Sandoval who's not going to make it to, as an alternate, mm-hmm. Nick Bruce. Uh, hurt, right? actually, well, this, sorry, this is before Nick was even there, but we had two guys and an alternate and I knew how gnarly and how stressful it was going to be. So anything can happen, right? Like someone might crash. We don't know, but we need an alternate. You have to have that because, uh, we were also in the best position because the number one country, which was us, we were able to take two riders and everybody else was allowed to take one. So we like kind of doubled our chances of doing well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to continue have those great odds of like being able to meddle so i was like we need somebody we need to have an alternate who do we have and because of covid and all this stuff we didn't have anybody you had to submit this list well ahead of time yeah so like i was like yo what like we need an alternate we have to have like, like, like put me in coach okay well, i'm in so to I, yourself so i was like i was like hey listen like i like i'm not saying that i'm the guy that should go i want and you're gonna be there but i was like but i am gonna be credentialed I'm already in the system, so if we need to have an alternate, then I will. I will step in. Why does in America lose a spot? I don't want that. I don't want that. But I also like. I know how this looks, right? So I'm like, uh, if it's if it like whatever, like see what the options are. If we can get another guy in there, I don't care who it is, but we need to have someone that can drop in. So then it was like, oh nope, not possible. And it was also like three days so, before we we're leaving. It's like the plot to Top Gun too. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so like, anyways, I was like, all right, I guess we're just not gonna have an alternate. So then fast forward. Nick Bruce during practice crashes, messes up a shore really bad. Like had we had an alternate, we probably would have had an alternate step in because Nick literally couldn't raise his arm. It was horrible actually. Um, but we didn't have a guy. So that would have meant if I was the alternate, I would have been in the Olympics. That would have been amazing. So, okay. okay you would have thought it was amazing. So then 
uh, in hindsight, okay, first time in the Olympics, who's the coach? Ryan Nyquist. Oh, well, has is Ryan even a top dude? I don't know. He's in. Who made the call? Ryan made the call. <laughs> oh, this seems weird, right? Oh, yeah. all of a sudden, like, oh, this is questionable. I felt like if that would have played out, my integrity, my career, yeah. all that stuff would have gone out the back door because I'm not able. I would have had to like, I would have been dialing your phone over like, being like, can I please explain myself on the podcast? Yeah. Can I please, can we just talk about this? Because dude, it would have looked insane because I would have let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, I'm telling you, you want official you drop, committee. You drop in me and, and you rooftop. have a Nyquist run. You won that contest. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there would have been controversy outside of it. It, it definitely could have been, it could have been interesting. Could oh, have been something to talk about. It could have been, yeah. but like in, in like, and yeah, yeah we, would've, we, would've would've, we would have been talking about American gold. I would have yeah, loved to right. be in the Olympics, and, I, and that was like my like you know, like a goal of mine, and yeah. it didn't work out. But I was like, dang, like I would not have wanted it to play out the way. How how hard was it for Nick to drop in and just wave that shit off? Horrible. Yeah, it had horrible. To hurt. Had to hurt. And it was like you know, like every single day he's going to the medics. Figuring out what he can do, doing the research, they're calling. You know, like you can only do so many medical things at the Olympics because yeah. everything you do, if you get an injection, you have to have it cleared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many gnarly rules to like, you know, otherwise like people would be like broken and they'd be like, we can prepare him with all these, yeah. you know. But like he was doing everything he could and it was like heartbreaking. Yeah. Like the amount of work that those guys were doing to get to that level for such amount of time, the consistency, it was like, dude, like this is. I, I just was like every heartbreaking. I, oh, I was giving him yeah. hugs. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know even know what to say. Like, and he was just every day hopeful that he was gonna drop in and everything, everything was just gonna feel better. And then he'd drop in and be like, No, no. no. And you I'm like, him, Dude. Did you whisper in his ear, this could be me. <laughs> no, I was like, I want this to be you. Like, uh, you worked for this. Like, I yeah, didn't, I understand. I, so why didn't Sandoval show up? Um, he got COVID. <laughs> Uh, is that the official, <laughs> is that the official answer or the um, unofficial answer? That's what I got. Yeah, no. I heard different. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm happy having rooftop on here because I don't have to say it. That's what I got. I heard, yeah. I heard different, which yeah. is it's not my place to say, but just it's my place to say I heard different. <clears throat> okay, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> You should have Sandoval, did, Sandoval, do the podcast. He said no last week. He said no. What? He did not do the bo- po- to do the podcast. Oh, oh he said no. Yep. How come? Because he doesn't want to answer that question. Well, I don't know. He produced a test. He did. Yeah. Um, a lot of people I, did get it at X Games, but he was he was uh, I think he was borderline. But I think he could have. I mean, I think he regardless, it, I don't. At, well, at, day, at, that, at that time, if you had a negative test, you were not getting on any plane. We had we were testing. Well, yeah, positive test. You mean? Sorry. I, uh, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He he produced a positive test. Yeah. I, I said know. negative. The no, no, time. no. Well, I don't know, but the, the last thing yeah. he did. So he was so. positive for COVID but with the test. So. In his defense, if you, whatever the reason, if you don't want to go, don't yeah. have to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah, it's enough Olympic talk. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Uh, I want to go. I want to go back to uh, not being on the top. Because we talked about winning for four years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, losing, I guess, is is the subject mm-hmm. and, and how you've dealt with that over the years as somebody who has, has been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or did it affect you? Yeah. I mean, it's got to. It's got to. At a certain point, you kind of question a little bit of like, all right, can I still do it? Yeah. And then for me, it was all about like, I don't ever feel like I was the most naturally talented one mm-hmm. but i i was a really hard worker mm-hmm. and i was okay with putting in the work and i was okay with doing things that 
maybe other people didn't have to do or wouldn't do because I knew that that would put me ahead. Um, uh, example, I used to go to JC Park and would just do over double pegs with the sun's like the sun in my eyes, and I couldn't see the coping. That's I, ins- I know it's because sometimes you're at an event and you can't see the. And I would, and I wanted to be prepared for that. That's so, insane. Like, I would That's do, so funny. I would do things like that because I knew that it would give me a leg up on the competition. Like, yeah. You know, like I, and I also like getting to like events where the jumps were so big and and hearing people freak out. Like I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved it mm-hmm. because I just knew that I was, I was going to do whatever it took. Whether I was scared or not, like I knew I could get something done. And if everybody else was scared, then I knew you had a little bit of advantage. I just knew I was going to do more. Yeah. Um. So you know, when you start not having that, or you start losing, or or like slipping, or whatever it was, or just having bad days, yeah, like it, it does. And like honestly, the later in my career, it would happen more often. Yeah. You know, like I was earlier on, I was able to like rebound and be like, oh, I got third. I'm angry. Okay. Well. I'm going to put the work in and next time I'm coming with a vengeance and I would get first or second, whatever, like improvement. But like, that was enough. So when you go to these events or you start skipping events, even, you know, like then it's like, Ooh, okay. Like, well, I haven't done this a little bit. So let me see if I can still do it. That automatically I'm like, Oh, I'm not where I need to be. I'm having to spend time reassuring myself that I can still do it and then getting comfortable and then getting there. Whereas like people that were like, in it you know like no kids no family no other obligations they were like just doing it hopping from event to event with full confidence knowing what they could do Mm -hmm. so that was probably it was tough you know but but then again i was still having these reminders that i was still capable you know like still going to events still podium or winning and it was like okay like i can still do it it's just a little bit harder but again i was willing to be in that situation because i wanted a family i wanted this all the stuff that was taking time away I just knew I had to work harder or just take risks that maybe was just a little bit outside of where my shrunken comfort zone were and just keep pushing that back. As you get older, is your comfort zone um, staying the same or is it? No, it's shrunk. shrunk. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of that is because um, I just like, I don't practice as much as I do, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like well, you have other things you got to do. Yeah. That are it, equally as important. But it's like, you know, like I, I still go out there and I'm like, okay, if I'm nervous about doing like a bar spin flip or like a suicide flip, like there's, there's hesitation, but then, I'm kind of like at that point in my life where I'm like, dude, I can do this. Like, there's no reason why I can't bar spin flip. And then I'll do it and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's still there. You know, but like those, a lot of the tricks that I would have never hesitated on, like now there's hesitation. So again, it's just, I have to take more time to like get to that point where I'm comfortable. Like you're going, you're riding the triples event tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are big ass jumps. Yeah. Is yeah. there, is there a little fear in there? Or? Yeah. I mean, well, there's yeah. hundred percent. There's fear. Are we going to see a Powerball this weekend? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but it's just like, you know, I've always been a thoughtful guy. And so if, if I have to like, you know, I don't know, like there's a way to approach that for mm-hmm. me and whether that's doing tricks that I'm comfortable with to like boost that confidence up. So that way when it comes time to throw it, I have confidence. And to me having confidence the other stuff will fall in line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's different, I guess, techniques that I could trick myself into <laughs> being comfortable with, but like, you know, yeah, I mean like I, I haven't ridden big dirt jumps in a while. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want to get there and I want to get the first few runs under the belt, you know, like the nerves, all that stuff. But like, do I know that I'm capable of going down a roll and hitting a big jump? Yeah. I know I can still do that. Yeah, like I just haven't done it. So like, yeah, there's a little bit of a question of like, what am I capable of? 
But yeah, I mean, like it's when you don't do something all the time like you used to, like it's going to be harder to to like yeah. get into it. Like if you didn't edit, I don't know, like edit a video for a year and oh. you sat down, I'd be like, oh shit, what's that command again? Like, I like, you know, I like yeah. how how, yeah. how winning how, how riding the biggest jumps in the world is your editing. Yeah, that's um, like that's, my that's my pinnacle. That's my pinnacle. Yeah. Imagine if yeah. you didn't know how to edit. I would be psyched. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, please forget that. Um, Have you been plagued with many injuries? Because I feel like throughout time, I don't really think of you as someone that, who's injured. He had that hand thing. What's the hand thing? Oh, oh my God. Was it your bar spin hand? My catch hand. Oh, your catch, catch hand. Oh, my God. God. No. Oh, my God. Um, that would have been the end of it all. So you can you can kind of see the scar. It's like right there. Okay. But like I can't. I, that's the furthest okay. I can make a fist. Um, I broke it on like a... Punch in the ground? Nope, that was his hand. <laughs> um, I broke it uh, in a park contest in Oregon, um, doing like a 450 transfer, and just my front tire, my back tire hung up, front tire went like this, and just right into the ground and yeah. like compounded. Oh, popped out. Yeah, a little bit, uh-huh. and then black. Um, yeah, and then uh, got it fixed, and then like had some serious scar tissue issues mm-hmm. where it just it latched onto. Uh, a tendon and okay. I and I couldn't make a fist at all and I was like okay so then they had to open it up again they had to the incision used to be just like to here and then they opened all the way up to my knuckle like past it and they just kept picking the scar tissue out and so then I woke up and I was like all right sweet and they just told me it was like just keep making a fist and so I was like done so like essentially you keep the yeah. tendon gliding and nothing will attach it and Got then you'll be good so I'll full range of motion so I was like yeah, like, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, like hard fist, right? Well, that scar tissue started to thin and and thin and thin and thin. And pretty soon I was going to PT and I was like, hey, uh, I see something moving. And they're like, what? What? And I was like, I see something moving underneath my skin. I shouldn't be able to see anything. And they're like, no, you don't. You're it's like, probably this. I could see the tendon yeah. gliding in this Gliding. little skin window. Yeah. It was the craziest thing. By the way, by the way, it's called Skindo. Skindo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the PT was like, "Oh my god, yeah, okay. Um, stop making a fist. You've made a fist so hard that it's like literally over your knuckle and starting to thin out. Well, it was already damage done. It eventually opened up, and then I had this like a little bit smaller than a dime sized hole. Oh damn, dude." You have, you have Jason N's toes for hands. <laughs> I'll take your word Sorry, for it. Google that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Google but Jason N's toes. I had a hole right here where, like, the the doctor was yeah, like, "Oh, it was just, disgusting. Just put gauze in there; it'll grow." I was grow like, back. "It's not gonna do that. It's a it's a huge hole." And so I had this like, I mean, you could, you could see the yeah. tendon. Yeah. You could see it. It was I mean, like the thing does, it, it does look like a fucking toe. Oh, so, like toe. so I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't move my. Looks like you attached a oh, half a finger like to a toe. Jason ends big toe on your hand. I can't move this out until I lift my finger up, and then it goes. Oh, wow! Because it's, it's stuck. Oh yeah, I see that tendon. So like, like, I when I'm holding on to handlebars, like this one's always kind of up a little bit. Yeah. I don't really have mm-hmm. like a full grip on that hand. I have that. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it was like you. It was like you had the. He was had a on Instagram. It was like but is that, medical hour. Like, look at the inside that, of Ryan Nyquist. Yeah, how long like, did yeah. that take to heal from? Um, seven months. Seven months. And, and is that surgeries. your only really big injury? And in no, I tore my ACL. I okay. got that fixed, then tore it again, and then never fixed it. And that's like I'm going on like thirteen years of not having ACL. But that's pretty good. Three. If you ever only three Bro- surgeries. No broken collarbone. Had a mm. surgery for that. Uh, like ankle stuff, scopes. Yeah. Um, so, so, so you had your you had your share. 
Yeah, I Did mean, injuries like, ever affect. But I mean, as a mentally? twenty, a thirty-year professional yeah, but, bike rider, yeah, essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm you're doing pretty fucking. Unfortunately, yeah. Did, did yeah. injuries ever affect mentally your uh, your game? Coming back from injury Coming is back. always really, really tough. Yeah. Okay. Really tough, like confidence-wise, you it know, was. like because you, you know, like you spend, like I said, like when you don't practice something all the time, you yeah. get like unsure. You get like, oh, so you have to work your way back up, um, and then also like you know that first crash. Yeah. After you have an injury, mm-hmm. God, it's scary. Especially good though, doesn't to. it? It feels good to crash. Feels after good to crash. crash, and you're like, I got it. Some people don't understand that. I'm like, God, I just want to crash on something, dude. I still, <laughs> I want to crash on something that meant something. I still have moments. That is, that is valid. I still have moments where I'm like, I'll crash, and I'm like, Hell yeah, Hell yeah, Hell yeah. I yeah. can still take a crash. I can still mm-hmm. jump out of a flip, and I'm okay. You know, like, yeah. and I'm like, This is sick because the second that I'm like, Oh, I just put my foot down and I my mean, hip disclosed like whatever, you know, whatever it is like, yeah. dude, that's like, I don't really You're 43. Yeah. Think about your dad at 43 falling on any of your crashes. I think about like dude. regular people that fall down dude, and they fall it's down like, the three stair and they're just, it's, uh, it's what they're going to talk about for the next 20 years. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I did that yesterday and the day before that every like, day. Yeah. Every day. And I'm like, that's crazy. I think because I'm on, uh, on movies, you know, being a stuntman, obviously like there's veterans, right? And mm-hmm. I always think like somebody asked me once, like, you think you've fallen more than everybody here? I'm like, I think I've fallen more than everyone combined. Yeah. In a lifetime. Like, because you think about it, they do like a few gags a week. And you're like, you think how much you fall on a regular <laughs> a, day. A session, yeah. A session yeah. or something where you're trying to learn something. Yeah. Like a Even if it's not a big fall, but like a tumble out, a run out, a run out where they add up at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, just, <laughs> yeah. It's funny how falling can be rewarding, though. Like, oh, it, no, it, it is It is in that sense of just like, of, of, of beating, like going through the battle yeah. and, then, yeah. and then coming out on top. I had a couple of falls yeah. where, you know, obviously I was elbow pad, still I'm like elbow pad, knee pad guy, but like I yeah. was in shorts. And so you had these hard cups and I remember falling and just being like straight to knees and elbows and gliding yeah. across the it's contest park. Well, just, just we forever. have, we have that clip. That's oh, pretty yeah. hilarious. Can we so I, I want, I've, I've, uh, maybe, oh, maybe I'll put it in. I got deep. it. Where, where, what's, what's, what's it? It might've been from it. Anaheim. Was it it might have been for Anaheim. I feel like it was somewhere. I feel it was Glendale. Well, if you have it, you can cue it. it uh, maybe. No. Yeah. Maybe it so uh, it was. Uh, he. I'm on the gimbal, <laughs> and I'm have the camera, and he eats shit, and he's literally sliding on all fours, and he just turns and he just smiles, <laughs> and he's literally, and it's like 120 frames a second, like yeah. perfect. No, I'm with perfectly we, we with him. This clip no before? foot cam bar, and I was just like, nope. And then just, you know, did like a quick that little like nuts, by the way. foot, yeah. knees, and then elbow, but I'm sliding. And yeah, I see him in the corner of my eye, and I'm like, <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's like, I'm like, yeah, like this is controlled. Like, no. elbow yeah. pads are just taking all the abuse. God, yeah, where it's is good. It? Yeah, it's deep in there. But, uh, you, yeah, I mean, I've known because the last couple of years I've had all these issues that have caught up. Mm-hmm. Like my hips and knees and lower back caught up, and I was like, oh, this is this game over. Yeah, and it was. It's only for stuff that was bicycle related. Yeah. Other stuff's fine, but once I got into this position, my body don't know it. And I, I remember falling. I'm like, and I, I fell small, and I was like, oh, that was that was terrible. <laughs> I'm like, am I done? Is that yeah. my la- this is my last crash? Yeah. And I was like, sweating it, dude. I was, it, I was more sad. I, I was just as sad that I wasn't gonna be able to crash, that I wasn't gonna be able to ride. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's a weird reality that you're because you're kind of waiting for that moment that could be there and all possibilities like it, it might be there. Mm-hmm. And then if you take a hard crash, you're like, Whew. like the older you get and like, like you know, like my body, I feel I feel good. Like my body feels actually pretty good for the amount of abuse it's taking. Yeah. Um, and still taking. But it's like I, I'm in the back of my head. I was like, what's the crash that's going to be like? Yeah. Risk versus reward. This sucks. 
Yeah. Like I'm, I'm kind of over it at least pushing, you know, like, or trying things or like scaring yourself. Like when's that crash? And I, I don't know when it'll be, but like, I, I imagine it'll hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, I know where it is. Like, I know you noticed that I, for the last few just basically backyard pools. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because I got there. I got there where I put my foot down on a jump, a dirt jump that wasn't very big. You know, it was like a small jump for you, big enough jump for me. I, I overshot it and just, pushed, just kicks down my leg. And my ankle just was like, oh, not anymore, bro. <laughs> Last yeah. like my And I just barely kickstand it down, tapped it down so I didn't fall. And I was like, oh, I'm done for like a couple months. Yeah. And it wasn't anything. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I can't have that again. And so pools, I was like, the farthest I can fall is like this far. <laughs> yeah. And I can still like feel like I'm doing something. And it's sort of, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. I like it and scares me. And most of all, is, the thing for me that I, most I, I want most is just be able to sit on the deck and... Still yeah. Be, still be like sit on the deck and hang out with everybody and be there and not just be sitting yeah. on the deck. Well, like I know? mean, you mentioned Laird. Like Laird was always like, you know, when the unit was still around and stuff, like he would show up and we'd have these sessions. He's like, yeah, I just like hanging out. Like I yeah. want to ride, but like I just I like being on the deck and just like the camaraderie. And I was like, yeah, dude, like that's a big part of the sport, man. Like, and I, I have a backyard ramp and I don't get a lot of that. So, like, if yeah. I want to go out and ride, sometimes I'm by myself and I'm like, okay. And I've learned that you know. I can do that and it's okay. And I get that, that, that rush or that feeling I get, but like, dude, I miss like the Greenville days. Like I yeah. miss having those people. The, on the boys. Deck. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a really weird thing. Like you have the, I mean, obviously you have it, but we, we you've been competing and doing this thing for probably what? Three quarters of your life. Something like that. Yeah. Not a lot of people have said they've done something for three quarters of their life. And your friends are all over the world and your whole life is spent just hanging out with all your mm-hmm. friends doing the thing you love the most yeah and then when you don't have it you're like that's it's a weird thing to miss you know? yeah like imagine like we used to go to the skate park for like six hours but you're really only riding for like maybe two yeah, yeah. <laughs> combined yeah. you're like yeah. but like the other part of it is like oh you're chilling you're talking you know that's like it's just you know that was like the good stuff that's it yeah. and you realize that later when you're like you like people start doing full-time jobs they stop riding and you're like oh this is yeah. lonely i mean yeah. it's got to be weird for you when you get up on the deck and you're going to drop in and you realize that um, there's no one you've ever co- – you didn't compete against t- eight years ago with yeah. or ten years ago. You're the only yeah. one left. Yeah. You just FaceTime Durs real quick and be like, hey, yeah. just just watch me ride. Can you just say something real rude yeah, to me right now? Can you just talk shit in the background <laughs> while I'm riding yeah. <laughs> as I play? Yeah, as just I, one, one headphone in and be like, yeah. yo, it, that sucked. As I like? play that jump around real uh, quick. <laughs> what's it like going through generations of – because – you know, a lot of people, there's a little bit of bleed over, mm. but like your career is spanned. Yeah, who's the biggest dick totally, in every generation? No, yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Totally, you probably have how many how many changes of the guard has there been where you were you never changed? Um, quite a few. I feel That'd like be three, four, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Where you're I, the, 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 the it was a completely different class of people that you weren't competing against five years ago. Yeah, it's it's oh gosh, yeah. And then four, and then and then there's the park scene and then the dirt scene and then you know like so there's definitely yeah there's like, uh, there's a lot of crossover so, like yeah. of, of you know like dirt was like I remember TJ Lavin and I were like you know like really tough competitors yeah so like, you, had, you had Lavin and then yeah. you had probably Stephen Murray Stephen Murray and then you had Gutler and then you had who was yeah. your least favorite person to compete there against? there you go. Dude, at one point, TJ Lavin. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I always felt like he was really good at like these little mind tricks. Yeah. If you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you ride. Well, that, I actually, that's a a, a valid statement. Yeah. I used to talk so much shit on that statement when I was a kid because before I understood it. If you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you ride good. You ride good, you live good. So it's like this trick. It's so so funny how he knows it off the top. Oh, because TJ told me that. I was like, yeah. 
What the fuck oh. you talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, you're right. Because if you show up and you're like, I love this shirt, you know? Or like, your pads are all fresh. You feel good. Yeah, you feel good, right? So you're instantly like, I'm already I'm feeling good, right? I never thought about that, but he's 100% right. Yeah. He is, yeah. But I was, when I first heard it, I was like, fucking what? nerd, what? whatever. Yeah, yeah, like something like it's, that. It's like, like that now. Yeah, if it you is. wake up in the morning, you're like, God, I just look fat and old. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you start looking, feeling better and looking. You, you start to feel that. You're like, yeah. today's going to be good. But then, but then you change the light and those abs kind of yeah. like show up a little bit. You're like, oh. damn, damn, son. Is that my problem? This is going to be a <laughs> good change day. Change the lighting. Change the lighting. That's what um, we're missing. But yeah, all right, ab check. It's either the lighting <laughs> or just for men. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah, I, I, so TJ was always like a guy that on the deck, he would always like, I'm trying to be focused and be like, yo, dude, that run was crazy, huh? What are you going to do? Like, I remember, No way. Oh, yeah. He would be like, I don't know. He's talking about his own run? Yeah. No, no, no. Not his uh, own run. Oh, like, I thought his like own run. Someone would drop like a, a heavy run. Yeah. Like this This happened specifically. I remember him doing this to me in Virginia Beach. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, like yeah. There was a PS contest P- on the PC beach. broke his leg there. Yep. Um, and so we were at these dirt jumps on the beach. The worst dirt jumps I think I've ever ridden Terrible. in my life. And <laughs> he was like, someone did a run. He was like, Yo, that run was pretty good, huh, Ryan? And I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, it was a good run. <laughs> and he's like, what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? And a I was like, a good like, run. I'm like, I don't know. And I would just be like the shortest answer because I was like, Yo, dude, I know what you're doing right now. You're trying to knock me out of like my zone, my yeah. psyche. I was like, I don't care. Like, okay, no, I'm not giving you. I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm just gonna give you the one words. And I'm like, literally the whole time just visualizing like double truck you know like yeah. 360 this and like he was just like yo so what do you like what do you think it's gonna take what do you, and i was just like dude all i want to do is like dude shut up like just shut up right now like but you think it was purposeful i kind of feel like it i kind of yeah. feel like it but like you know like but he was he was like a dude that like i said like all i want to do is win and he was the guy who was winning and yeah. i wanted that yeah and so i was like all right like you're the guy you know was there a rider that was your most favorite to compete against whether it be because it you were like, oh, I'm going to beat this bitch. Oh, or, yeah. because, or, push or because having him on the deck <laughs> puts you in a mood that was just a better vibe to be there to make you ride better. There, Yeah, there was a lot of guys. I, I, you know, like to this day, I, I love having Rob Darden on the deck, yeah. you know, because he knows my riding and he also knows like he'll throw these suggestions. You know, like we never had coaches, but Rob was like the closest thing I had to a coach because I could be like, yo, dude, like literally be like i'm competing against you but can i tell you my run mm-hmm. and we would converse and he would tell me sometimes his um but like he would always be like have you thought about this and i'm like no that's crazy and then he would have these suggestions for me to like improve my run or like improve the mm-hmm. line this is why this sport is so different than any other so sport. different dude yeah. Yeah. but I, I loved having him on the deck because also like i mean he invented a bunch of tricks for me like he would be like yo I do this on like the trampoline bike. You should do that because you have front brakes and like he invented the power ball. Yeah. What is the power ball? Cannonball with the, with the double bar spin. Oh my God. And he was like, I did. (laughs) Once? No, a bunch. That's a, that's the moneymaker. We talked about on the last podcast, five, five $5,000. He got for the trick. He gives, he gives Darden 10%. That was one of Darden's questions, by the way. Are we going to see a power ball this weekend? (laughs) No, No. sorry. (laughs) Well, I'd say, I say no, but probably no. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so like you did one in the last, well, the one in Texas, the COVID year. I did no for the cam bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, like he's a dude that, you know, like not necessarily competed against, but like I just love having him on the deck. Yeah. You know, it's just a good time. Yeah. And we're comfortable enough and known each other enough and ridden with each other. Like we have all these stories and like you know, it's just like I, I really enjoy having him on the deck, whether it's a session or a contest or whatever. What uh 
what about like the new generation of stuff is there when you've you know like a dentist or something like kind of that the later generation of stuff yeah gosh man um i feel like with the current generation there's just i feel like there's guys it's different man like it's it's weird because i'm not competitive with them Mm -hmm. you know so it's like i'm not really competing against is it because you're an adult and they feel like kids um there's some of that you know like there's some really young kids out there now that like you know i've gone through it you know like i've learned my hard lessons and stuff and so like as a coach i'm like i would like to give you knowledge you know and then there's still times when it's like in one year out the other and i'm like ah and i i know i was probably that point at one point i was that kid that just didn't want to listen or didn't want to hear it because i thought this person not me but but like yeah i'm like i'm like dude i like all i want to do as a coach is just pass down these lessons so you can excel like Mm -hmm. i know it's my job but like literally like i feel like i have good knowledge and good experiences so i can tell you like don't do that yeah or or do that so you're 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 their darden i try to be yeah i try to be you know and actually i bring darden to the events with me now because i feel like he's he's your hype man bro well he's a good coach too like and and so like i like having does he get paid like a like a oh hell yeah 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 Yeah. so i bring him along because it's like he works like he looks at courses different than i do Yeah. yeah and i like that because like i might think of things one way and then he'll come in and be like Yo, what did you think about this transfer or starting here? Mm-hmm. So it's I love having him as like uh, kind of like a checks and balances. Yeah, you know that's which why awesome. that's why I thought you could would win that contest, the Olympics. Because I feel like because I feel like you would have looked at, there, but yeah, I but I feel like time. you based on everything you would have looked at that, that course different, and just that alone would have given you an edge. Possibly, you know, a rider that rode the Olympic course the way that I felt I would have rode it was Declan Brooks. Yeah, he rode it really, really well and flowy, and I was like watching him do all these big alley threes and stuff, and I was like. That's what I feel like I would have ridden this course like. Yeah. One more. I got an Olympic question that actually Brian Castillo brings up. <laughs> Brian Castillo. It, yeah. Dang, well, dude. He, 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 I want to see that list after you. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, he thought it was weird that no one brought up that BMX is in the Olympics and it's an Olympic sport and it's not allowed in any skate parks in America. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the one illegal sport. Yeah. I mean, it's it's allowed at certain places. At certain places, but not at all. You know, not like. Yeah. Yeah. There's still not places in San Diego. Where it's like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's, I mean, I think we would hope that the trickle down effect would be like, oh, it's like legit now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's on the Olympics. But like that really. It's just weird that that was never mentioned. You that know really I mean? comes down to like municipalities and insurance and designers no, I, I, yeah, and stuff. I, I mean, you, yeah. But I think a lot of people just don't understand this. Like they think, oh, like, you know, like you would hope that this would happen. But like it's still like the process of getting a skate park. You know, you have someone that designs a park and if they say, Oh, this is for skateboard. Well, then instantly they're the expert, and it's not it's not safe for bikes, and so then their insurance is going to cover it for bikes, which means that that sign goes out that says no bikes allowed. Yeah. yeah. Even though like we could go in there and it might be the most perfect skate park for us, it's like th- there's a whole process to that that like needs to change. But like, yeah. I mean, I don't know when it's that's a, it's change. A, it's, it's a crazy old, battle. It's old mentality too, you know. That's, yeah. That yeah. is going away, but it is weird to me. It is. It's. I would have. You would think with it being the Olympics, that would change the mindset of cities. You would hope. I, yeah, I think it's know. coming. I'm sure. It's I, th- I think we see like a lot. I mean, I think a, a great step in the right direction is all these pump tracks popping up, yeah. which I love yeah. because it's no, all awesome. wheels and like, you know, kids can actually get introduced and then at that same pump track, they can start jumping yeah. Yeah. and they can find yeah. the transfer lines. Yeah. Like that's really cool to me. With low risk. Yeah. 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 Um, changing gears a little bit. Talked about all the competitions, talked about the years. Are you like set up 
do you have to do this or is it if, you know what i mean like like yeah. i know i know your wife has a gym and stuff like that like yeah, are COVID you just great for the gym i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> yeah i mean are you are you chilling no i i'm not chilling by any means and and i still need to work and even if i was chilling i don't know if i'd like be okay with just chilling yeah I don't but, think yeah, you, but there's uh, a difference between chilling and like there's a difference between oh I'm gonna double truck this and oh I have to double truck this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the, like I think there's part of me that still feels like I have to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, and it's that's like a weird struggle because yeah, do I want to go to this event? Of course I want to go to this event. It's awesome. Yeah. Like I want to be able to compete mm-hmm. and show off what I can do and stuff like that. But like, but want know, and need is two different things. Well, I, and and like you know the. The sponsorship stuff, like, I don't think Haro really cares if I go to these contests anymore. Like, you know, I, I've actually asked them, which I... I Today. No, not today. <laughs> but, like, I encourage riders to ask their sponsors what they want. I yeah. feel like that's a really powerful thing that nobody does. Like, yeah. what do you want me to do? And I, at one point, you know, like, because, the, like I said, the game changed so many times. Like, you used to just show up, and if you won contests, you were golden. Like, yeah. You were set. And I was like, what do you guys want from me anymore? Like, what do you want me to do? Because I'm so used to proving myself in the contest, but, like those there's not a lot of them anymore and like do you even care and what and like i remember them being like wow thank you well yeah and so what we want is branded content what we want is this so like i'm still the mindset of like i want to prove myself like on a international stage somewhere yeah and that's still in me but on the other side i'm like well okay but if they're if they're just wanting me to do like instagram stuff with their product or do mentions or repost like well like what's like should i like you know and so like there's 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 definitely like it's been a long ongoing shift of like, okay, like this, like competition stuff. I still want to do it, but like, like what they're asking me to do, like my job isn't necessarily that, mm-hmm. you know, unless I'm creating content at these events. Does that make it, do you think if you can get past the struggle of wanting this international stage, does that make your job easier or harder? Um, some, a little bit of both because that creative process sometimes runs pretty dry. But you're pretty good at it. I have my moments. Yeah. You're pretty you know? good at it. But like, and but, most bike riders are not. But it's it, man, it's it is tough because it's like, you know, the the algorithms and stuff. Like yeah, uh, you're, yeah, you're at the mercy of like. But you're, you're you have no control over that. Yeah, but like so yeah, I mean like in some senses it's like yeah, like I can, I think it does make it easier because it's less stress on me to go out there and produce like a contest winning run. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know if that's possible even right now, but like you know the fact that they're like yeah, I mean it's cool, but you know like. So if I was to take a trip, like, would it make more sense? Like, you know, I, I piggybacked off this trip and I did a bunch of stuff with Haro specifically because I was like, well, that's what they want, right? Like, let's do some cool stuff. So it's like, yeah, in some ways it makes it easier, but like, there's still that part of me that's like, I want that. Do you, I want that. Yeah. You've made a, like a career over contests, mm-hmm. right? And somewhere I made the shift and I made them out of video parts. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you, do you ever feel like you missed out on that? Because you... You don't have a career of video parts. You know, yeah. There's a few, but you don't have a, you don't even, for me, my X Games every year was, oh, this next two years, I'm going to film this video. Part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 do you, I, or do you ever think about it now? Like, oh, maybe I want to put out a video part that's there forever. 30 year. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's always like that thought in my mind of like, I still have an ongoing like trick list on my phone Yeah. of ideas and stuff. That's awesome. But like, it's just like, okay, you know, realistically, the time it's going to take me to feel comfortable to start totally. trying these things is like, dude, all right. So like, much time. I need like two weeks of just solid riding and feeling good and motivation and, 
you know, to like get to that level where I like, I want to send it. You said two weeks. Over here, I'm thinking like two years. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. I'm like, well, what? I mean, I, it's crazy because in my head, my perception of it is that you ride your backyard pretty, I mean, I do. Four or five times every day. I ride it every day. Yeah. No, four, four, oh, or five, four or five times a week. Every day. Every I was day. like, no Two way. hour shifts. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do ride it quite a bit, um, but it's just like there's a level that I ride back there that, you know, like it's not acceptable if I wanted to film a part. Right. Yeah. So like I can do a suicide double truck and I can film it really nice and stuff, but like I'm probably not going to put that out because I've been doing that trick for 20 plus years. Yeah. Do you know what I want to see at a Ryan Nyquist? Please tell me. I'm telling you, and this is your this is your cheat around this issue you're having. Okay, if you need to do do go be Ryan Nyquist. Just don't do it on any Ryan Nyquist stuff. Go ride obstacles that aren't Ryan Nyquist, and just do trying to get me in the streets. Not in the streets, but whatever it is, whatever it be trannies or wild trannies all over the world that you can do stuff and just go do your stuff out there. I promise you, Poolquist is I, what he's I, saying. No, no, no. I promise you, I, I I'll put money up against it that everyone it it will it. Everyone will be blown away. You put so out all a my video. Joints. Yeah, you put out a video <laughs> part. No, I don't mean you just go find do it all in trannies, but just find these spots all. You over know, like the, world. the needle thing, like that photo, that yeah. black and white photo of yeah, you like roasting that needle. Yeah, like go find those spots and you do Ryan Nyquist on them. You, you go do the Ryan Nyquist on them. That's what I'm gonna go doing the Ryan, <laughs> go Nyquist. Do the Ryan Nyquist. Yeah. Go do the Ryan Nyquist. I pr- I promise you, that video part is what. I would. I think a lot of people would love to see. See, because yeah, we see but, Ryan Nyquist on ramps and dirt. But that's that's, that's the whole thing. So like the amount of time it takes to travel yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, at the, oh, you got to make it a priority. Oh yeah, but like, but it's also your legacy, when am bro. I, when, yeah, I'm okay with whatever legacy I have. Oh, the right little now. one you've had so far. Yeah, the tiny one. Yeah, jeez. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. So I don't, back, I don't... back to your question about the video part stuff. I felt like the the few that I did so. Sentence, no, uh, drop sorry. the hammer. I did drop the hammer, uh, against the grain, which was Josh Harrington's video, and then end search. Mm-hmm. Um, sentence to life is that where you're about? No, to sentence to life. I, I wasn't, I think I was in, but it was like contest footage. Okay. Um, so against the grain, drop the hammer, and end search. Okay, those three I put like a decent amount of time and energy to, and I felt like they were good. Yeah, um. At the time, it was like, you know, I, I felt like there was a, a strong push for like, you know, like going to find those obstacles, right? Mm-hmm. Riding unique stuff. And I was kind of riding parks or events. But like, I never, and this is <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but like, I always felt like the contest, to be a contest rider was harder. Because it was like, that test I keep talking about, I was like, I don't have a bunch of tries at this. I have to do this now. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was always like, that was the bigger challenge, was to be able to do it when someone pointed at you and be like, mm-hmm. go. So the, the, the video stuff, it was fun and in a totally different way, a different challenge. And I felt like I kind of experienced the, like what it takes to like, to actually film a video part with end search. That was probably the one that I put the most time into and finding things to ride or doing things differently or really pushing myself outside of comfort zone for that production. Um, so I got a taste of it and I, I don't know if I was like, sold enough to be like i want to make that switch i I love this because it's like it's such a different point it's such a different mindset yeah than where i am at i could see i could see i could see what he's saying though because it's like yeah yeah so so for me like the the the, i think what maybe you were feeling was you were searching for that like the setup and i was searching for the trick that i could do on this kind of not amazing setup which is like a box jump or a dirt jump but for me it was like the tricks whereas like and during that time of like when I was filming that, like that the setup was like really starting to make 
you know, like the street setup, like the unique thing. It was like that was really starting to gain popularity. Whereas like filming like a ramp part, unless you were doing some yeah, wild stuff, it was like it's unacceptable. Yeah, and so yeah. like so it didn't really fit what I was trying to do. And I was never a street cat. Like I I I dabbled, but like Wait, and your forty year video, that's a video part. What? Oh, the forty forty one or whatever. It yeah. Was? Yeah, I guess it was. That's a video part. Yeah. I, I I did put some time into that. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that one too. Okay, sorry, I just, yeah. sorry that just popped in. Yeah, but that you, and I, that I, that's I a video. That's a video part. One hundred percent. That's a video part. Is that all in your backyard? No, uh, it's no. A, he oh, went around to a bunch of parks and yeah, fully Carolina, filmed it, and, and it was yeah. it's really um, good. Remember yeah. we talked about if it's at a park, it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, but that I mean <laughs> that that whole thing. <laughs> like you watch Gary's video part, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. And and it's like that took him fucking three or four years yeah like and and there's a bunch of park footage in there oh wait i'm sorry the new one forever young no i haven't oh, oh real cool dirty bro. No. and i saw him today and i'm Brr. sorry gary but hey i'll be honest call it never forever. i have never young. I have, I'm, gonna I have, te- I'm gonna text it to you right now i have gary young's and Corey martinez's that i really really want to watch yeah and i haven't had a chance to Corey Corey's is great but gary's is a culmination gary's Corey's is great the stuff i've seen of gary's is good but i just i'm like those they're those, both really they're both really good Corey, i feel like is just so talented dude like so talented like everything he does and like he doesn't give himself credit he's a modest dude and gary is too and i, I both those guys i just have a soft spot for the, the thing about both of them is, is they've come they're like uh they've come around to where just what they're doing is just you just want to see it yeah you know what i mean like everything they do it just looks good Mm-hmm. It's not overproduced. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not an overproduced. Jerry's always that had that ability to just yeah, it just looks good. Show up and ride. Well, I mean that um, that was that was going to be my point is that is that it's a mix of 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 Gary's riding and it's not not every single thing is like brand new. It's mm-hmm. like when you're when you're a legacy rider, you're you know yeah. you think of like uh, somebody like like ends mm-hmm. like ends doesn't need to do anything new you just need to do a fucking just, invert you just want to see ends do it yeah you just yeah. want to see them do it and, and I, so I, if you do the, if you do that same fucking four tricks that you did over the hip at the jc park in end search <laughs> and they're filmed sick yeah, yeah. And people are gonna be like fuck yeah yeah you I, know I, like i'm getting i'm getting like feedback of that stuff like i can do a suicide no hander and try to dip the front end and people are like there it is there, there it yeah is. And, and that's like, all. That's like, all really? I want to see. Like that's it. That's it. But that, that that's the struggle. Is like I'm like I don't want like I don't want to film that. Like yeah. I can film that the second trick of the day. Like I, I want yeah. the challenge of myself. But yeah, I, but you I do find struggle you find it. You find a different setup. You find a you find a nice a nice you know double coping spine and you do it over that six feet out and it's fucking filmed awesome. Yeah. And people are like mm. like yeah, like biting their bottom lip. I, I you know that. what I mean? Like I can see that. Mm, Nyquist, you know? Just, it, like, I think I think I would it would be more of like an internal struggle of like uh, Yeah, but I think uh, you got to get I think you got to get to that point. You gotta, you gotta I think you point. I think you have to get to that point. But I also yeah. think you you only get to that point once you happen to film a few clips and you're like, "Oh, this is this is rad. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and maybe it doesn't ever feel like that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to have a hype man. Yeah, when I get that, be like, that's it right there. I'd be like, yeah. really? Are you sure? And I have someone send me the me. clip, dude. Yeah, I'll send you a bunch right. of emojis I'll, in I'll, response. I'll, you know, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It'd be a bunch of. You'd be like, bunch that of, wasn't it, Ryan? No, that, yo, yo, Ryan, I that know what you're it. looking for, and that well, you didn't find it. Yeah, go again. Nah, send it to me. <laughs> check, back, check back in a few months. I'll, be, I'll send you a bunch of squashes and kissy faces. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right, but, 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 but when you come out with the one after you send it to me, it's gonna be banger. banger yeah, banger. banger. Nah, yeah. but I mean, I think you know. I mean, if you're if you're coming up on 30 years with Harl, 
You, dude, you have to celebrate. That's four that. years away. You think, I mean, that's you, not. You uh, that's coming up on it. I mean, if you guys are talking about me just going down and suicide, no winners. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> if that's all it takes, yeah, I think I can do that. I just sent the video to Gary. <laughs> check this Gary, out. Gary. Check this guy out. <laughs> he just replied, "Yes." You should. You should look at this bullshit. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I love Gary. Hey, do, you, do you want to take some of these questions from some of you? Yes, please. Yeah, right. I'm uh, kind of waiting. I wasn't sure yeah. if, these, like, well, if mean, you were just that good of like an interviewer that it was like we're halfway through these questions. Oh, I I, I've done. I've done. Yeah, okay. These are just the ones I haven't done yet. Oh, wow. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's got like marks I, I worked him stuff. in. I worked him in. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so I can take credit for him. See, I only heard Laird's name, so yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I worked him in so I can take credit for him, then I'm going to give them credit for one <laughs> each. Okay. Um, uh, Cameron Birdwell, he wanted to uh, clear up some stuff. That's been eating at him for uh, oh, decades wait. now. Okay, okay. Um, first of all, shout out to Cameron Birdwell for putting out a video part uh, mm-hmm. in the last year that was yeah. arguably one of the gnarliest video parts yeah, I've ever dude. seen. If Cam can do it, years. you can do it. Yeah, yeah. If he can, if he can be uh, whatever, some sort of black ops Cam, Apple employee yeah. and put out that video Cam part. Cam has, I mean, still to this day that mentality, and he applies it to his work and everything he does. But yeah. like. He has a mentality of like, like what you're talking like gladiator. Like, yeah, just dude. like, well, a warrior. I, got, I got a 40% chance. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Those odds that's seem a, good. Yeah. And that's what, that's what he, that's what he loves. Dude, I'm into he, it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. why he, that's why he liked the nothing. To those, those, guys, those guys do showed like? up in my backyard and Cam was like, I want to do a Superman peg grab. And I was like, no way. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. And did it. Yeah. I was like, dang, dude. Some, like, someone told me a quote once and it, I will never not read it. Sometimes, Ryan. Sometimes you got to let them dogs hunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm. you just got to let them go. Mm. Let them go. See what they come back with. <laughs> you know? I thought it was going to be a little more profound no, than that. No, I don't do that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I was waiting for it too. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Not going to lie. Rooftop, a little so, let down by that the one. Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the yeah. dogs. Yeah, yeah but like, I know, but like, I, I, I think that quote meant something because I was at a point when I was doubting everything like you said you're worried you're, you're like yeah. so, you're like sometimes you just gotta fucking let it go darden yeah. darden you know? has a quote very inspirational uh feed him feed him feed him <laughs> it's the same thing feed him. <laughs> actually yeah. there was fill her up again buddy yeah there was there was a contest i read recently at woodward and it was a c1 and i remember i was like questioning like what i wanted to do and i was having this moment of like internal struggle struggle and i was like feed him yeah and i was like yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. feed him. That's yeah. exactly that to me. That's the exact <laughs> quote. Him. Yeah, yeah. I'm All gonna, right, I'm just gonna force feed him right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right, back to Cameron. Yeah, he would like to know between you guys who did the der- double, first double truck. Cameron. Okay, resolved, Cameron. Yeah, resolved. So you want to talk about rivalries? Yeah. Cam and I, growing up, it was it was like intense. Really? Oh my god! And he was. You guys are the same age, but he got he started getting sponsored before you. A oh cu- yeah, yeah, a couple years. Uh, two hip, two hip, yeah. And he like so we would have these sessions, right? Like you know, ten people riding the same jump. Like oh yeah, and then you know, like we all be riding and then warming up, and and then two people would just kind of chill out, and then there'd be eight, and then like two more, and then like three more, and then pretty much it was just Cam and I. Oh, and just going head to head, like a full on competition, a show, and 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 it was at the time like I could three sixty, but it wasn't like amazing. I had like three sixty X up or like a big one hander. And he started doing trucks and then truck and a half on purpose and then double trucks. And I was like, I can't hang. Is that, is, are these raw dogs? Like yeah. It. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. There was oh, no putting them. Oh yeah, dude. And it was like at a time where like, dude, the only guy doing double trucks was like DMC. Yeah. He's 540 truck is a snowman, by the way. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that what oh, it's called? It's called I was always bummed because I, yeah, I got another quote. From from DMC, he's like, I can't open jars, but I can still spin the bars. Hey, 
<laughs> Jeez, oh, that's a DMC. <laughs> I was I was hoping because I, we we I we used to try I used to try 720 half bar spins back in the day, and I always would call them drunk drivers. And then you start doing 720 trucks or whoever. Jay, yeah. I was wish they would call them drunk drivers. Yeah, that seemed like the best. The best. So in the, one. in the mountain bike world, they do the back trailer 360 bar bar back as drunk drivers. Oh, why? I don't know. Why don't they? Why don't they honor you? I don't think they knew. Mm. No. Remember, because of the '90s, they were dorks. Uh, All right, let's go on. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's not me. Oh, it's I was lucky. It's, it's it's, this is this is nice because I'm not the negative one. I'm not this being time. negative at all. That's the '90s. <laughs> He's like, it was just facts. It was facts. <laughs> it was just facts. It's just it's just the truth. Anybody in the '90s will agree with that. Yeah, but dude, because I mean, you can't you can't. I mean, think about the stuff that happened in BMX early '80s. Yeah, 70s. but I wasn't. A, I was a BMXer, so that makes it. No, that, we're only projecting. Everybody has to find their. We're way. only projecting. That's 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 the grassroots to get you um, where you are now. What do you think? This is this is from Keggy because we haven't talked about Keggy much because he was yeah. in that he was in that too. Yeah. What do you think the catalyst for NorCal producing so many multiple gold medalists out of a small group of guys riding a tiny warehouse together, um, meaning the ramp club? Yeah. So I think I think the scene and obviously the talent, and then I think for me, anyways, Joey Garcia winning an X Game gold medal showed it was possible. Hmm. So for me, scene, did he win the first X Games? No, no, he won ninety. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but like I was at work at the Jiffy Market watching X Games and seeing him do it, and I was like, "That's my that's my friend. That's crazy. Like, that's the dude I ride with. I cannot believe this. Like he just won the X Games gold medal, and that to me, like, made it possible. It made it real. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And like that was such a huge moment for all of NorCal. Like, amazing. And so like that, and then having obviously a place to ride like the Ramp Club. You know, like mm-hmm. where we would go and it was like our clubhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Like Friday night, hangout, Saturday night. It was just insane. And everybody wanted to do more and to do better. And it was just this atmosphere that was like, dude, this is crazy. Like the stuff that was being learned, thrown down, like it was just, it was nuts. Like, can you can you describe the ramp club for the people that don't know? So the ramp club was a, a warehouse in a, and not that great of a neighborhood of like East San Jose. And uh, surrounded by body shops. Mm-hmm. So it was like one bay of like a warehouse. It was district. a small warehouse, 2,000 square feet. Maybe. Yeah. And, and honestly, like at the beginning of it, was we had to basically start in the parking lot, pedal into the building, and then jump the box back or the mm-hmm. manual backwards, and then hit a vert wall, and then jump a box, and you flew outside again. So like <laughs> it wasn't like even contained. Eventually, we got a quarter pipe where like the door would stay. Uh, well, you could open it to get ventilation, but like you could ride all inside. But it was basically. It actually looks very similar to my backyard, uh, like a, okay. a quarter pipe on one side. It was like eight foot, maybe nine, uh, a box jump with a spine, double coping spine next to it. And then on the other side was a vert wall to get speed for it. And then there was like a really tight seven foot quarter. At one point there was a, like a vert ramp on the, like tucked mm-hmm. into this little alcove. And then there was like a little office where we all hung out. And when I went, there was a vert ramp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like a very, when very you say small vert place. Ramp, it wasn't a real vert. It was no, like at, the, 10 at, that, at that time, like it was nine or ten. Yeah, nine, yeah. The, the, I, th- I think like nine. Wilkerson like, ad, like Wilkerson do like a ten footer. Like, what are you going to be doing at forty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. was like, Ryan's like a dip. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what? And the scene is like it's dirt. Yeah, I mean, how long was it around for? Um, for who owned uh, it? Uh, this guy Brian Jackson started it. Okay, and uh, he he was like a vert rider. He was loved, it a business? 
I mean, yeah, but I think it was more of like a, you know, like his love, his passion. Cause I don't think it made money. Yeah. It really did. Did you pay to go? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, okay. there was a couple of guys that like basically were like key holders. So you mm-hmm. paid a little bit extra month. So um, you go at any time. Did you have yep, a key? I did. Uh. Yep. So, um, but it was like, you know, I, a couple of times I rode there by myself and it was like, dude, it was like just sketch, you know, riding there by yourself in a warehouse with nobody knows you're there. Yeah. You know, it's like no cell phones, like yeah. nothing like that. Um, so I didn't go there very often by myself. And really it's like the thing that made that place special was the people in it, you know? So it's like without that, it's, you know, like, yeah, it's pretty cool to have access to a skate park, but like without that energy and that vibe and and the, the level of talent, it's like, dude. And you mentioned the sick videos. There's like at the end of one of those things, there's like a raw, like, no, sorry. Back trail has this raw unedited session of just the energy. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they would put on Slayer. Yeah. And it would just be like rain and blood to come on and be like, people just start like, what? just hitting the ramps. And like, you're like, Oh my God. Like it gives me goosebumps now. Yeah. Cause you would just be like, this is it. I've always wanted a triple truck right now. And, and you would just drop <laughs> in and just fling them and be like, you know, crash and be like, and then your homie would be like, dude, you got it. And you're like, I do. And you hop up there and that's, you know, like everybody's beaten because they knew you're about to do it. And they're getting yeah. hyped up like that stuff. It's just like, dude, like this is Can't gnarly, gnarly. Like, so yeah, like NorCal was like, I mean, just, yeah, it was, I feel so, like that's what made it. It, it sounds like, like a cesspool of like progression in a sense, was, you know, dude, like kind of like, like not, not a training facility, not anything, but just like, ah. dude, it was, I mean, like people can like the SNM team would come up and we would just like be like, it was like, it's showtime. Yeah. Like, let's just do it for no other reason. Just be like, yo, like, let's show them. I feel like I, I went to a contest there. Yeah. It was when the tree was on the ramp. It was, it was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, a tree was, there was on a the mural. Like a weird oh, mural, okay. All right. Like a thing. Like it was like a root. Mm-hmm. Did and, it? Um, Go ahead. I remember I, I jumped, I did whatever I did. I hurt my ankle and I was so glad. Thank God. I hurt my ankle. I was like, cool. I don't have to drive this. What, when did it end? What year? Oh gosh, man. Um, when it when the San Francisco X Games happened, was it a, was it around? No, no, it, it, okay. it had been gone for a while. Okay, so like I moved to Greenville in '99, and then it was probably around for like maybe a year or two after that. Only maybe. a year or two total. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like the, the dude that started it, Brian Jackson, like he started because he he loved riding vert. He loved you know yep. like he wasn't. I don't think he was too much of a jumper, but he just liked riding vert, and so he started it and paid for it. And I think it was just like, dude, he was at a stage in his life where he's like, like, I love this place. I love you guys. But like, I just don't think he could do it anymore. Yeah. You know, and it was like, you know, we're a bunch of wild hooligans. Like we were doing stupid stuff. And it was just like, dude, this is a liability. I think I remember somebody like sleeping. Like somebody lived under the ramps or something too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was the thing. You now text me the Gary Young video. Dude. No, it was a group message. (laughs) It was just a (laughs) top one. Everybody's I mean, gonna have this. Te- te- I mean, technically, you yes. Yeah, everybody should see of, it. Of, of, like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> to our text thread. Darden um, has a question. It's a, it's a good one because it's really interesting. Uh, why did you keep the unit in Greenville open for so many years after you met, moved back to California? Yeah, the whole Greenville. The whole because that must have been there. a massive responsibility and massive um, cost on your part. Yeah. Well, let's, we can talk about the beginning and middle and end of unit because I feel like, I mean, if you got time. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't got shit to do. Um, oh, I'm good. So. <laughs> Only got a three hour drive home. That's problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. So the unit was uh, a private skate park that I had in Greenville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, 
amazing. It felt like a, a cement park built out of wood. Like it was a work of art. Nate Wessel and I kind of came up with the design and, uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it was like beautiful. I remember like standing on the deck at certain places and just looking and being like, this is like truly a work of art. It was, you know, um, place was huge. It was like a hundred by 150, like just a big building. Mm-hmm. It was just filled with ramps. That's and all you I made the building, do. right? Yeah. I had the, I bought the land, built the building and then put the ramps inside. How much money does that cost? <laughs> he, bought the, he bought the land. He bought the yeah. land, the built, and had the building made. Do you still have it? Mm-hmm. Wow, what's in it now? Uh, <laughs> dildo know. factory. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm leasing it to somebody. Yeah, some business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, see, I mean, at the time, the land was cheap. Uh, the building. I mean, ballpark. I mean, oh, what? Dude, so, I mean, six hundred grand. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, something that's like a guess. that. Yeah, from Build, back then. building and land. And, and, ramps. and ramps, and ramps, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I remember like it's a long time. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, it's I remember getting the wood list and like yeah. calling a place and being like, "Hey, like, I had to order a bunch of wood." And it was like, I like I got a price from like Home Depot or Lowe's, and I remember I called like the local uh, wood place Wholesale or whatever, place like, or something, like yeah. smaller than Lowe's, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, I need to order like a lot of wood. I'm wondering if you could work with me on the price." Yeah, and he's like. Yeah, well, like, what's like a lot of wood? He's like, yeah, dude, we do this all the time. Like, kind of being like a dick. Yeah, I was like, we make like, a fucking fence, bud. Okay. I was like, no, I mean, like a lot of wood. He's like, dude, I get it, a lot of wood. I was like, I don't think you do. I need six thousand two by sixes. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? I was like, I need six thousand treated, or no, no, six thousand two by sixes, two by six by eights. So yeah, I need a lot of wood, and that's just one piece of it, dude. So can you work with me? If I, get, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, thank you, man. Like, cool. <laughs> Like yeah, it was. Now I need twelve thousand two by four. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, dude, okay, like it was the scale. I remember they dropped off all the wood at one time. Uh, I mean, it took a while. Yeah, yeah. truckloads, right? And I remember, like, Nate was like, "Dude, you need to, you need to get like a pallet jack. We have to be able to move this stuff around." Yeah, because it was like half the building was just stacks and piles of wood. Yeah, just and he's like, you, he's like, "Do you understand what you have right here?" I was like, "I don't know. This is a lot of wood." He's like, "You could build like four very large houses with this." <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, I don't care. Can, when's it going to be done? <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I bar spin this stuff yeah. later? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I had the place built. In- How long does it take? How many bowls can we get for five homes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, took, it took a while. And, and I, like Nate had issues with the crew. Some people left. And it was just like this project that dragged on. And, and eventually I started like swinging the hammer and cutting transitions and layering. And like, cause I was just like, it's not going to get done. Uh, I needed to get done. So I was doing a lot of work too. And I was, I was honestly like, I, I, my goal with it, I wanted, I wanted everybody to help for obvious reasons to get it done. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted them to feel like it was their place. Yeah. Yeah. And like, right. if you're invested in it, and, and I never asked anybody for money, but I was like, if you invest your time in this and your energy, then I feel like this That's place is yours, yeah. you know? And I, and I want that because I, I don't want this to be like a private facility that is mine, 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 mine. And I can take the key away or I could let, I was like, no, like I want you guys to feel like this is like your home too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I knew at that stage, I was like, I want, I want to ride with my friends. Like I want everybody to ride here. And like, I want this place to feel like your own too. So, so you have that. So like the place eventually got done and we had some amazing sessions. And like shortly after I moved to California, like my mom got cancer and I was like, okay, well I gotta be there. So mm-hmm. I moved my wife and I, to California. And so I had the unit. I didn't know how long that was going to last for, you know, like I was just like, okay, we're moving to California to be with her because it was 
pancreatic cancer and it was like she lasted a year and then she passed away. So I was like, okay, I didn't know if I was going to move back. I think in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, I think I could move back to North Carolina. Did you sell your house in North Carolina too and everything? Yeah, I held on to it for a while. Mm -hmm. I think like five or six months. And I was like, I don't know what's going What year is this? This is probably uh, 2007, 2008. So did you sell before the collapse of the, like the real estate market? Um, No, I... I, yeah, I sold after. <laughs> all right. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I lost money on the house. And okay. I was bombed. Yeah. But, all um, right. So, um, so in California, and then slowly realized like, oh no, we're gonna make a life here. You yeah. know, like we're gonna we're gonna set up shop in, so, in California. Yeah, in okay. Northern California. So, um, you know, lived in San Jose, and then eventually settled in Santa Cruz. And so, like during that whole time, I thought in my head, I was like, well, I can I can still go back to North Carolina and ride the unit. Yeah. And, and you place, loved it. Dude, I, I mean, I, I loved yeah, that place. Yeah. Like, and there did was, you ever get to ride it? No. I only got to ride it once and it, it was fucking awesome. Man, it, it was, really, I, I, I think I didn't, I said, said it in the last podcast, but fuck me. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It really was. And so it was, it was, it was really hard to like think about tearing it down. Yeah. Like I would get like teary eyed. Yeah. Because I was like, I love, like, I want this place. Yeah. I, like, for no other reason, because it was just like, dude, that like in my head, I was like, this is like the, the like my final like big project, and like, yeah. you know, it's like 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 you have like the friendships and the good times. It's like you know, like it's very sentimental, yeah, and it's like it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to get like just to be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do away with it. So I I held on to it for a long time, thinking I could still like travel back there like a few times a year mm-hmm. and ride, and that would be worth it, you know. Yeah. And so like you know, like I pretty much put like Darden in charge of it. So Darden had a key, and I was like, "Just anybody you bring, just make sure they respect it. Like it's on you." you know, Ty like, Morrow wear a helmet. I do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> he posted a clip of him not wearing a helmet. That was my big rules. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it was on the it was like on the comment or something. Oh, I was, it was, I was like, like, "Wear it was, your helmet." It was like, like dad. It was dad quest. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was I was like, "This is not cool, dude." Yeah. Like. I'm in California and you're riding my place. Like least you can do is show up at a home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I like, I, but I it's also so funny the things you remember, but it's also like, funny yeah. because you turn into that guy. Oh yeah. Like, at Ty's age, you would have been like, what's the, what? yeah, but, it, but it's, but like, that's, I mean, you know what? Like the responsibilities of having yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I was always terrified that someone was going to come into town and just hurt themselves. And yeah. that happened. Like people yeah. got broke off, but like, you know, like you would hope that they wouldn't bring someone in that would be like, yo, I'm about to take Ryan for like everything right yeah, now because yeah, I yeah. broke my elbow or died something. It's like, you know, it's like, it's a stressor. I'm oh sure. yeah. And, yeah. And multiple times I was like, dude, I can't like, you know, having kids, I was like, I can't have the, this place can't exist anymore. Too much reliability. I can't because everything could be taken away from not just me it's like oh my family now but like it still was just like dude i i'm having a hard time so like i would i think my way of dealing with it was like i'm gonna list it i'm gonna list it for sale or for lease and i'm gonna see what happens and dude nothing happened nothing happened for like five years whoa and it was like been scary a little bit well i was like well i mean i'm still i was still making good money so i was like okay i'm 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 still gonna pay into this i was still making payments on it, all this stuff and i was like okay and i was still like able i was go back and stay with darden and ride for like a week and stuff and i was like okay um but it was just like okay well now i'm like i can't even get rid of this place yeah so now it's like turning from like oh well i should but shit now i can't so I'm like, okay. So then, it's like it's like one of those things, though. Are you did you, you put the price on it? Did you put the fair price on it? You put it. You put. Oh a part, yeah. Okay. I mean, like yeah. I didn't. I wasn't like. Yeah. If, if anybody does want to pay this and you know, yeah, think yeah, about it, it was yeah. like no. It was like it was. 
it was out there and it was but, like uh, wasn't there there was like logistical problems with it right like yeah. from from another business yeah yeah so that yeah you're right um i forget about all this stuff yeah. it's so crazy but like yeah so when i was i guess designing the place you know like i didn't really design it but with the people that were putting the building up i was like how big can this place be how big can I make it? And there was like, you know, like you had to have like a retention pond in the back mm -hmm. and you had to do this. But like, I was like, I don't want, I just want, put a building in with like a garage door and a door. Like, what does that cost and how big can I make it? So like, you know, thinking about like, oh, I want as many ramps as possible. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want to lease this place. So like, eventually I did get people to ask and you're like, oh, well, we need a, a garage door on the side. But how would you get to the side of the building? There's no way to like back a truck up yeah, with no loading dock. Oh, oh what about the parking? Well, oh, the parking lot is on top of the septic. <laughs> uh, oh, the septic's only rated for uh, this many employees, Yeah, you know? And so, oh, well, so now there's all these issues of having a building that you could actually rent out to like a business yeah. that would mm -hmm. need a 15,000 square foot, you know, building. It's like, oh, I totally screwed myself. Yeah. So it's wild that that wasn't brought up from the people building the building. No, because I, they probably asked me. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Make what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah. like, so there was. All it's funny. Issues. It goes back to the. It goes back to the deck where he's telling a little kid. He's telling a kid like, and it's just one in one year out the yeah, other, and then it. and then they're like, oh, no, yeah. you should do the, that. Was yeah. your Daniel, Daniel yeah. Sandoval moment? Yeah, it wasn't. No, <laughs> actually, it wasn't the Sandoval. Oh, yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah, talking yeah. about Sandoval. Uh, okay, but, no, no, yeah. Daniel Daniel's yeah. actually a, a great person to coach. Um, but no, so like I I did it like yeah. I, I kind of like shot myself. Learn some lessons. Yeah. yeah. And so, so yeah. So anyways, um, did you make those changes then? Uh, some of them. Yeah. yeah. So like I was able to, to make it work, but, um, so anyways, I'm eventually we decided to move back to North Carolina, but not to Greenville to Wilmington. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, Wilmington's only two hours. Right. So I can, I can go there multiple times in the week ride day trip it come back right that was my goal and this is right around the same time of like well, that's closer oh. than i am home yeah <laughs> so i'm like i'm like oh like uh, the, the olympics like this is all happening this yeah. is going to be my training facility uh, right yeah. so like now i have foam and resi and all this stuff and like a box like all these quarter pipes everything's dude i'm this is all lining up you had resi at the at yeah the, really oh, okay yep. i knew you had i knew you had a foam pit foam pit resi I've box never, i've never yeah. saw any of that because it was it was on the other that's side so smart of you. yeah yeah so i separated it so yeah. smart of you. um so I'm like, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm riding again. Like, I'm just, I'm loving it. You know, like I'm like, you know, there's still homies there. I'm yeah. riding with Darden, Marcus Tooker, like, you know, like, and all of a sudden I get an offer <laughs> oh. and I'm like, no way. So, and I'm like, this is legit. And it's like multi-year lease. And I'm like, dang dude, like financially, like I have to do this for my family. Like this, I've waited five years for this to happen. And if I was to say no right now, is this going to be another five years? And like you said, like deals aren't as strong as they used to be. So yeah. I'm like, writing's on the wall. I have to take this. Yeah. So right as I'm like gearing up to make an Olympic push as an athlete and I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. All of a sudden, gone. It's got to go. Yep. Fuck. So start tearing down <laughs> the ramps. I have Kimler and was... <laughs> Ryan Corrigan there. You know, it's like the the worst job for them is like tearing down this Ugh. beautiful skate park. Yeah. It's like it hurts. Like that's what I was and gonna I say. That was wood a... underneath was still in such great condition. Oh, it was perfect, perfect dude. Yeah. There was I didn't ever have to resync a screw. Not really one, dude. Like they built it, and Corrigan was like on the crew. I think I feel like Kimler might have been. Corrigan's I, my favorite. But yeah, well, like behind Kimler. Yeah. Sorry, but, Ryan. But like the place was built immaculately. So, anyways. Sorry, Nate too. 
there's actually like a really uh, <laughs> there's it's a really cool thing happening right now. So it, so we tear it down. I label everything, and there's a guy Kevin who no lives fucking in a way a neighboring are saying, town. Are you saying he's hold gonna on. Re- hold on, hold on, hold on? So <clears throat> I'm like, I need these ramps out of here. And I had all these thoughts of like, you know, renting like a big machinery with a claw and just pulling them down mm-hmm. just because I was like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's all untreated wood. So it's not going to last in North Carolina outside. Mm-hmm. It's just going to rot in, a, in like a year. It's got to go inside. So I was like, okay. So I, uh, Dan Foley was like, yo, you need to hit up Kevin Albrighton and see, he's always wanted a skate park. He's, uh, he's been hitting up uh, the town of Kinston to get the skate park. And there's all these like old abandoned like tobacco warehouses like hit him up. And so I hit him up. I was like, hey, dude, um, I know how this goes with the city. Like they probably told you raise the funds and we'll we'll find you a place to put. It. He's like, yeah. I was like, OK, I I have a proposal for you. I will give you this entire place if you take it away. I was like, we'll take it. I'll pay to get it taken apart in a way that like potentially it could get reassembled. Um I will give it to you. Skate light, everything. Like it's yours. But I need you to take it away. He's like, let me let me see what's going on. Did he on. have a time time? Was there a time? I, on that? I had a firm time yeah. that I needed them to be out. It needed to be like broom swept and clean for the new tenants. So I was like, listen, I don't know how you do it. If you have friends with trucks and trailers, I was like, I have two forklifts that are gonna be. I here. have six thousand two by sixes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like I don't I, think you understand. Yeah. That's a lot of wood. Um but I was like, I'll have two forklifts here, so like you can use those. But I was like, if you can take all this stuff away, then it's yours. And so he's like, all right. And he worked it out, and he got every single ramp. We labeled it. I have photos still on my phone of it labeled, numbered, all that stuff, and how it could be put back together. Obviously, it's it's a huge or undertaking, but it's set up in a way that it could be put back together. So he had a buddy that had, uh, I think it was like a roofing company, but they had these super long flatbeds. Uh, flatbeds, but they had like the warehouse. They had these like multiple warehouses that were super long. They put every single ramp in there, so the unit still exists, but it's all like just stored. And 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 when you say it exists, are, like the ramps, like not completely disassembled. So you have like bolt corners and stuff Eight like foot that. Section bolt corners, wow. all that stuff. Yeah, coping. What did it cost to get that thing taken down? It was like twenty grand. Yeah, yeah. How long did that take? Um, dude, those guys killed it. Corrigan and, and Kimler killed it. It probably took two weeks. That's they it. are they are actual machines. And yeah. this is not like tearing Work down. And, no, and this and is like, taken apart. This is yeah. like delicately, as delicate you could, like cutting between the templates and then and then removing them and dragging them and separating it and then labeling. I, and, yeah, yeah, like all that stuff. Like I was doing the labeling and stuff, but it was like, dude, it was it was crazy. They killed it. Like, and they worked their asses off. And I'm forever thankful because it could have been so much longer. But so 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 now, Kevin has gotten back into finding a place. He reposted a video that the news did about like, Hey, like Kinston might be getting this like Olympic level training facility. And so he reposted it and it got like the fire brewing again. And so he is now like in like serious talks with like city council about finding a place for the unit. Wow. Awesome. So there's a, I mean, I don't like how far away is that from you? Two hours. Same, 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 same. Yep. Wow. Yeah. wow. So I'm like, dude, like what yeah, like I'm I'm down to help. I still have all the drawings, I still have all the stuff, like you know, like it would be gnarly, it would be insane, but like if and I put it on him because I was like, This is your dream. Like he's always wanted to have a skate park and so I was like, I trust you, like I'll you can do whatever you want. If you want to reassemble it in a different way, but like 
I'm down to help. But like he is doing this and it's like there's momentum gaining. Yeah. That's awesome. It's momentum gaining. I'm like, dude, th- if this place gets put back together, like this would be incredible. Incredible. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's, that's amazing. Well, uh, that's, that's so cool that it ended that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, to be like, a little bit to be continued and, and, type yeah. thing. Yeah. That yeah is it's, amazing. it's ongoing. It's, yeah. and, and it has been for a while, but it's just like, it's such, and a, it would like, be a public park. Yeah. And dude. that's what he wants. He's like, he's like, dude, I want to just have this open for the community. I want, you know, he wants to do events there and stuff, but it's like, yeah. he wants like to run programs and like, he wants to do the right thing. Like, yeah. So it's like, man, this is really cool. Well, shout out to Kevin. Yeah, dude. Fuck. I, awesome. ho- I hope. I Kevin hope. Dude, see. that part. Darden, that was your long answer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, so, I, oh, yeah. I, I, well, so anyways. I got I got two more questions, but that, 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 so was, that was Darden's question. Darden, I, I, I basically kept it around for the homies. For Darden. Yeah. For the homies yeah. because I wasn't hype, using it. Man. Yeah. And like, I just, and I, I just had a hard time tearing it down because I, Mira's Warehouse was gone. JC was still there, which has always been an amazing skate park. But I was just like, dude, if if this goes, like, I'm I'm taking something away from so many people that I mm-hmm. care about. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I own the place. I'm not paying rent on it. I'm I'm trying to pay it off, so it's all going someplace. But I was like, if I if I take this away, it's like, dude, this is like, it hurt me. Yeah, it hurt me to yeah. think about I, doing I, that to the people that I care I about. I wonder what that did for the sport, keeping it around for. All I people, hope it know? did something for my friends. Like I really do. Like yeah. I, you know, but you know, but I think ultimately, like. You know, it's up with just, Harrington. I don't know, man. You don't talk to him. I try. Yeah. I talked Shout to him not too Josh. long ago. Yeah. He not shot me some texts. Talks, he shot me some texts a little while ago. I think he but... gets on it and then texts people and then, and then kind of goes away again. But yeah, yeah. I, I hope he's doing good. Yeah. 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 Um, next question. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we I... We're taking, I only got one more and then the yeah. next one is from me. It's sort of related. Um, <laughs> just one's from Joey. Oh, shit. All the way to the beginning. Dang. Joey, was talking about nostalgia a little bit and how he felt about things when I was talking to him and he said that he has a, uh, a front wheel and one of your forks on his bike still that you gave him like 10 years yeah. ago and he said <laughs> it's like the most it's like cherished it's like he's like I've got oh, a piece man. of history now that's cool so he wanted to know if you if you have if you feel any sort of nostalgia towards stuff and you still have your yellow full face helmet or you know, is any of those old relics that you have that you won't let go of, I have you know? some I have this helmet that we used to call the spaceman helmet there's no padding in it. I used to have to wear a beanie or two to make it fit. Um, it's it's god awful, but it's amazing because I was like, I need a full face helmet because I'm about to start doing backflips. You know, like uh, I had the fir- the very very first back trail frame, um, uh, like, like number number one. Yeah, like, wow. I had that one. Um, Let me get that for the wall. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's gonna cost cut, like a million dollars to send because the thing's so heavy. <laughs> quarter inch dropout, dude. <laughs> Just dinner plate. Um, I do have some things like, like I, I don't display a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my X Games medals are like in this little toolbox, just on somewhere. I think it's like. In you will one well. day. Do you give her well? Huh? Like if you ever think give her well, like have an office that just has like one wall. Of stuff. I've been thinking about it lately because there's like honestly the 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 garage is a mess and there's a lot. Like, Yo, your garage has always been a mess. Yeah, though. I know, but it's extra because all these. All these trophies and stuff through the years. I loved trophies. I loved like the unique, really cool trophies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah. like certain contests had like really badass ones. The Vance Triple Crowns always had these really amazing trophies. Yeah. So I kept them, and I I, I kept a lot of stuff. Like I have some big checks and um, I don't know, like plaques and medals and stuff. And like they're all like kind of stored away. And so like lately, I've been like 
because I want to get the garage cleaned out a little bit. I was like, maybe it would be cool to put some of this stuff like either on the wall of the garage or yeah. somewhere. But it's, I don't know. Like my wife has always been like, you should put stuff up. Like yeah. you should be proud of it. And I was, it's not that I'm not proud of it. It's just like, I just, I, I, I think the drive was always like, like, do you feel like by putting them up, it signifies that that part of your life is over? I don't know if that's like the actual signification, but it, it, it kind of feels like that because I've always, like I said before, like I, I was never like one to look back at what I mm-hmm. did. I was always looking forward at what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so looking at what happened in the past, while it's cool to go down memory lane, it was always just like, well, that doesn't prove that I'm a talented bike rider right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always like you're, I needed. Because you, uh, you have goals. Yeah and, I, yeah, and I was always like, like I said before, it was always like, I don't care what I did last week or last year. It's like what happens right now. Yeah. So like the trophies and stuff was always kind of like, well, that's cool. And, and one day I'll probably take them out. My kids can you know, play around with X game yeah. medals or whatever. But it's like, you know, it's like, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's always been this weird thing. I was like, I don't really like having trophies on the wall. Like there's literally nothing on the wall in my house that shows that I'm a bike rider. It's, it's- I mean, that's. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, but like, so so now it's like I do have this little office space that's attached to like our <clears throat> our bedroom. And I'm like, oh, like maybe I could put something up here. You know, like just some of the cooler trophies, like a couple shelves and put that stuff up or whatever. I one picture in my house. It's a me background. It's the one that Ride gave me, the 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I, I get it because like I remember like I think this sometime around you know, 10 years ago or something. Going for shit. That's this crap. Line. I'm like, what is in this unumped envelope? Pull it open. I'm like, it's my world records. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, in that very yeah. day and moment, it's a big deal. And then by the next weekend, you're like, okay, we're on to the next thing. Yeah. Like, I yeah. didn't. I got I must have come in the mail. I'm like, okay. I'll get that later. Yeah. Like yeah. it wasn't. It just. I never thought about it again. Yeah. For a decade, yeah. And, and like I don't know. It's there's definitely been stuff that I'm like, yeah. And especially because like you know, my middle son Jameson. Like, he seems like he's really passionate about BMX. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this would be cool for him to see. Yeah. Like, and not to be like bragging, but just be like, I think he, I think he, I think he would enjoy just hearing about it, you know, yeah. and like seeing yeah. it. Cause like, they know I ride bikes and they know I've been successful, but like, I don't, I don't know if they'll like know, they, they like, couldn't, they couldn't understand what it was because I, I don't, I don't ever really talk about it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, I think they know what I'm doing now. I think they know that, like, I go to the Olympics and I'm a coach and I coach these really talented bike riders and they stop through. Like, you know, like he was he was stoked when the Harlow team threw and like Dennis and Matias were like hanging out with him and high fiving. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, this is awesome. Yeah. I don't think you understand how awesome it is. Like, I don't think you understand how people would fly across the world to hang out with Dennis, like, yeah. or Matias or anybody like but you're in a really cool situation. You know, you know what's funny is that my four-year-old, when Dennis left one time, he was like, he's cool about Dennis. And I was like, how do you, he is. That's, how do you know that's that? A, that's like, a like, natural like, reaction yeah. because there's that's no. reaction to cool people. Yeah. There's, there's, so so, so like, funny. Yeah. And, and that's a really cool thing because Dennis is cool. But yeah. it's like coming from like a kid where it's like, they don't know what he's but done. But do you like, ever remember yeah. like, it's yeah. really cool. When you're a kid, you'd be like a couple uncles, you're like, ones just feel like old people. And there's like the one dude is like, that dude's cool. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> it, it was, was so weird. It's the first, it's the first time he's ever commented on somebody before yeah. though. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, one more question has to do with that. And then I, then I've got nothing more for you. Um, <laughs> okay. This question is because I'm asking because you're still doing it. You're still in it, right? What's your favorite era for you? And I say that because I feel like guys who... My shoulder doesn't uh, work. You move that closer. Um, (laughs) I feel like guys who have 
been through it, they always feel like everyone always feels like their era is the best. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause, because that was the best time of their life, probably. You know, but looking back on BMX and being such an integral, like a, an important part of every like generations. What is your favorite for you? And that might, and I'm saying that like. Maybe it's because of what was going on. Maybe how you love bikes. Maybe the um, kind of bike riding it was, uh, or you know, maybe it's the years of the unit. You know, because of that. But uh, which which one? Oh man, um, I feel like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. You know, two thousand one, two, three. Why? What, what was it about it? Um, I feel like uh, I was just in the thick of it. You know, like just like those 212 travel days, you know, like just traveling and competing and meeting new people and those insane opportunities were just popping up and, you know, like partying and hanging out and like just all the stuff that like... That was 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it flew by, dude. It's crazy flies by. But that like that was, I mean, and I had I had amazing success. Like there was a year where I think it was 2002 maybe. I, I, I think I won almost every single contest I entered. Definitely dirt, dirt. I think I lost one, but like, it was just like, you know, like I was just immersed. It was like, everything was BMX. It was just so sick. It was awesome. Like it really was. And so I feel like those, those years were pretty incredible. Like just because of, you know, I was just, like I said, immersed. It was just like, everything was BMX. I like just lived it and breathed it. And like, it was just so cool. Awesome. Was there, was there a time period when like, I don't know. Where, where ego got involved, you know, like at MTV, it was a, it was at MTV Cribs year, you know, like there's a, yeah, day, you're like, dude, am I, I famous? I never wanted to do MTV Cribs. I tell the MTV Cribs story. I told yours the other day to my girlfriend. What's yeah. the story? Crystal Light. Yeah, I think it's the funniest damn thing I ever. Oh, Crystal Light. Yeah. So that 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 opportunity came about, and I remember turning it down, like the the family, Wasman, yeah. now Wasman, but like, uh, they were like, hey, do you want to do MTV Cribs? And I was like, not really. Yeah. And because I was like, I was feeling. At that time, like I was traveling and there was a lot of TV and a lot of stuff. And I was like, this is like the one place that isn't that, Mm -hmm. you know, so I want this. I want this privacy. And they were like, so you don't want to do cribs? And I was like, not really. And they were like, okay. And then they called back. He's like, listen, you should reconsider. And I was like, why? And they're like, because it's MTV Cribs and like, it's an amazing opportunity for you to get, you know, like all the right reasons, right? Like you should do this. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do it my way. So... I'm, I don't have golden toilets or like these crazy light fixtures or like these crazy cars. So I'm going to do it my way. And they're like, we don't care how you do it. Yeah. Just do it. And I was like, okay. So like, I was like, okay. Like I had Shay Photoshop me into a wall of fame with all these really famous people like Brad Pitt and George Clooney <laughs> on the sets of ocean 11, you know, like Photoshop in the back. I was just one of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like just all these, like in the smoking, the bandit car with, with, you know, for Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Like just, that kind Ridiculous. of stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah, this is all silly stuff. And obviously it's fake, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is kind of what I want. You're, to you're talking shit on the show, essentially. Well, I just, poking, I didn't, I didn't, poking, maybe not talking shit, have, but like, I didn't have that stuff. Yeah. I didn't have what Cribs was about. Yeah. I was never like, I was never like, I just didn't have like flashy cars and stuff like that. So yeah. like, you know, like we did that stuff and yeah, like I opened the fridge and I was like, yeah, like, I think that was actually Winkleman's idea. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. That seems like a Winkleman idea. And he was like, dude, you should do crystal light. 
And I was like, no way. Yes. And so like, yeah, like the crystal light. Or no, I, I, sorry, the crystal, when you said that, like, I could yeah. hear it in his voice. Yeah. <laughs> the crystal, like I was like, I don't even know where to get that. <laughs> Nor do I want it in my fridge because it's probably like a thousand bucks a bottle. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So like, yeah, like I had to find a place that had bottles of crystal light. And then, yeah, that was my thing. I was like, oh yeah, I heard about this crystal. I was like, so I found it and it was super cheap. It was like a six pack was like four bucks and it's light. So I'm an athlete and I can drink it all I want. Crystal light. But it was just like crystal light. Yeah. yeah but it was well, so like, what, it, when the producer, like how, do, how does this work? Like, do they, do you run through like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Or do they just, they just wing it. Um, it was a lot looser than I re- thought. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be like going to Like stage. did they know, did they know crystal light was going to come? Or, or I think, uh, you kind of, there was certain stuff that I, I showed them. So that okay. way they would kind of be prepared to like show it. Right. Okay. So like if you just open a fridge and there's a bunch of stuff, it's like, I, you know, so we did go through certain things and like, uh, like I had like this old Lincoln continental. Right. And I told him, I was like, well, I made it look like it's like a tailgate, like, and you, there's a stove in there and all this stuff. Yeah. But I was like, but none of it works. So I was like, I need to plug it in this there's a blender yeah <laughs> and i was like i needed to make it look like the blender is like wired in so uh, can we film it because there's an extension cord and they're like oh yeah yeah we'll get that yeah so some stuff did like we yeah. definitely talked through but for the most part it was like i mean like imagine they're going to all these places like they know and, and it's half like, of it's all rented anyway oh half, yeah but like half I mean, the, yeah half the actual rich rent. people but have all the fake shit too yeah mansions yeah. right so like my little house was like oh pfft. What, what, three bedrooms and then a living room and that's it yeah called you gotta have to have something to talk about yeah called a day but for them it was just like okay done so like we would walk through did they and, seem amused um some of it they were amused um but i i just had like i just remember having this feeling of like this is just what they do yeah and they were going in this knocking the next it out, one and yeah. yeah so like it was most of it was one take you didn't really have two takes so we walked through and we talked about it and the whatever came out came out and it was like all right that's done and then they went through and they did their like weird zoomy shots yeah. and stuff and then roll. and that was it so it was like the whole thing wasn't very long yeah but yeah i was just i was just like i want to do it my way i don't want to have like these cool flashy things like i just want to do it and be done with it so <laughs> and it, it turned out it turned out pretty funny it's on i mean i'm YouTube still talking about it. Is it is it on some, it's is on it youtube somewhere, somewhere. It's, 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 it it's it's i i felt like it came it was a good representation of myself. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. So I, was happy. I think uh, that's one of the things is like it, it's it's funny because you talking about being so competitive. I don't think about you in that sense. You know, I think of Blueface Ryan coming out of <laughs> coming out of the you know the car smoking and and like <laughs> yeah. you know like the the you know just like being <laughs> ridiculous and and yeah. and having fun in between and doing a tooth hanger on a on a on a rail at simple session and stuff like that oh and like God, yeah. and like taking doing things that that made it fun you know and when and when the event came about i felt like that's when the serious part happened so yeah. it's it's always but i feel like in the off thing it, it didn't i don't know the competitiveness never never rang for me where I'd see like Nastasio and Stephen Murray and those dudes. And they just look fucking intense the entire time, you know? Yeah, so I, I, I just, like I said, I've always had the ability to kind of turn it on and then turn it off. Yeah. You yeah. know? And like, I, and part of that is because like, you know, like I, I love having fun. Yeah. Like I know everybody does, but like, man, I, I love it. Like, you know, it's just life's too short so like yeah like i can be silly and goofy and whatever and then if it comes down to being serious like you know if i had to talk about olympic stuff or like you know talk to an athlete it's like i can do that did you quit fart fighters because of the olympics um quit what fart fridays oh i've heard all about this 
You've Where never are you? No, 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 no. I've seen it on the internet. I've heard about it from all your friends about. You know, Laird wanted to know if it originated because apparently he had a fart machine on some trip you were on with you, him, and uh, Mira. Oh yeah, it was making you sure. very uncomfortable. Um, Laird, Laird has nerves of steel, um, and it would just do it like. You know, like, like in church or something. It yeah, some, just some, like it was somewhere times very where inappropriate. I was like, yeah, like very inappropriate. And like, I, w- I remember it. Like, yeah, like I remember being like, dude, knock it off. Because <laughs> it made me so uncomfortable the times he was doing it. And he was just laughing his ass off. Like, Laird is, Laird, you wouldn't know he had teeth because he doesn't smile very often. Yeah. But when he does, it's like, dude, the dude has a really good sense of humor. And, and just like that, like Brumlow, like yeah. Brumlow level Dry. of like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I think this is hilarious. I'm going to do it. And yeah. so that was one of those moments where I was like, yo, dude, this is really uncomfortable. And I'm with you. So like, I'm guilt by association. Shout out, shout out to Mike Laird. Because yeah. he's, he's one of the one dudes where it was like his perception and the way yeah. it, that BMX um, portrayed him. And then when I met him, I was like, "Holy Different fuck, dude. dude! I love you!" Yeah. Like he is a he is an awesome dude. Yeah. Like one of the like one of the complete one eighties where I didn't think I would like mesh with him very well, and yeah. I, and he re- and I really did. I yeah, really, did. I really dude. do. And like that him. was actually yeah. Winkleman for me. Oh, Winkleman! Winkleman was like, uh, dude, I Best was dude. so intimidated. Best dude. He was one. Of, he was so my favorite rider growing yeah. up. Yeah. Favorite people that I got yeah. to work with them a ton, you know. Yeah, he, like he, I, but like I remember the chicken jam. Yeah, that's he funny. was there. Yeah, and oh my gosh, was I so scared of him? <laughs> Shaved head, like you know, just yeah. hucking himself. It's so weird because I don't have any of that. I, I never had that. He's just he's always. Just he like, was. Just, I mean, and he was dude. just a beast. Like, yeah. Double flips on some random box. Do you, do you jump remember? And, do you, you know, I don't, you're probably Ohio. Talking. I don't know. Like, do you remember that one in that yard? They yeah. Just tried one and they passed that's what I mean. Out. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, dude, like watching all those videos and Head then the seeing him tire. in person oh. and then being like, you, you're like an animal. Oh, dude. Like you are an animal yeah. and I don't know, like you're, you're crazy and I, I love it, but I'm also super scared right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. truly like, yeah. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. Call all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't answer the question though. What was the question? Did did you quit Fart Fridays because oh. you're a representative of the Olympics? No, okay. no, no, no. Why no. did you quit? Um, I I got questioned on it, and by who? By what an was athlete. It? What okay, was the by question? An by an athlete. Um, they questioned my professionalism. Oh, see, question there. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck was yeah. it? Just an athlete. Justin a new Dowell. one or an older one? Just Justin an Dowell. Just an athlete. But Justin, Justin Dowell. He said he said Justin Dowell. He said Justin athlete, so I'm saying Justin, Justin Dowell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was So he questioned so he questioned your It was it was it was brought up and then it, the conversation extended and so I said, "All right." And it was kind of like one of these things where I was asking that athlete to do certain things too. Like I was like, "Okay, well, if I'm going to stop doing this because it's unprofessional in your eyes. Like, so these well are then, Olympic athletes. Well then you need to do like what you're going to say. Yeah. So, and so far this athlete has held up their end of the bargain for the most part. So, so. you traded. Yeah. Well, fuck him. So I just want to know for Fridays. I, I want to know what we had to trade for Fridays for just an athlete. But, um, but you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I see both sides, you know, like, I see no. I see no other side. <laughs> I, 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 I see. <laughs> so Fire Friday. I am is, angry. Fire Friday is a weird thing. It is. It's such a weird thing because people resonate with it so hard. Yeah. Like people love it. 
Yeah. And I love that they love it because I feel like fart farting is the one thing that's like, dude, I don't care if you're a boy or a girl or a little kid or an old person. It's like, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. And so he loves I it. Was, I love it. I do. If Gary, if Gary was here, if Gary was like 100, 100 feet away, he'd be like, it is funny. It, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, dude, I, I've had so many like um, people like be like, hey, dude, I love Fart Friday. <laughs> and I'm like, you do? I do. We watch it. The kids love it. I love it. But uh, like, you know, everybody loves it. I was like, yeah, this is cool. But I've also had some weird ones where it's like, you know, like uh, a mom comes up and is just like, those are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep farting. Keep farting. Keep, Keep on farting. farting. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then I've also had some weird interactions where it's like, dude, I love Fire Fridays. <laughs> So no negative ones. Uh, no, but like <laughs> except for this. So I, I did. For, yeah. I did have. Uh, so I took a, a hiatus a while back because I had someone like uh, proposition me. What do you mean sexually? What <laughs> for the farts? What? Yeah, and it freaked me out. How much money? Yeah, it like, freaked me out. How much money? It was like Fart Boy sixty nine. But how, how much? How much did you like want? How much like, did he want to pay? Uh, <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Wait, what did he want? Did he want you to fart in a bag, or he wanted, was he, he, wanted, wanted, he wanted to? Fly he wanted me to out. get pink eye. He wanted to fly me out. No way. And fart dude, person. that had to be. So how I was mean, it? He has to know who he's talking to. Yeah, the fart for Nyquist to fart on you. It's got to be pretty expensive. I don't know. I feel like he's been doing it for free to everyone else. He just got to hang out with the man for a so little bit. It, it was it was pretty uncomfortable, and I was like, "This is not what I started." Did you for. respond? Uh, no. <laughs> Did not respond, and it actually kind of go in, me. Go in your DMs, search Fart Boy right now, and let me see this. I want to see this message. That was... I don't actually know... If Search Fart. No, it's not going to come up. You're... Every third person that DMs me is like, Fart Boy. <laughs> no, because it's going gonna, it's gonna, no, to show up because of username. If his username no, is no, Fart no, Boy. No, 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 no. So, no. Oh. And it's changed since then. Was it Justin Dowell? The <laughs> process <laughs> <Should> you... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, but that was like, I was like, dude. That's why he made you quit. I was like, dude, this is this is a little bit next level right now. I don't like this. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Hey, so. it's perverts for everything. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Ginger perverts, fart perverts. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't into it. <laughs> I was not into it. That's and it first. scared me. And I was like, yo, I'm taking a little break. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that person would comment. I remember them commenting on your different name, and it was like so hot, like just like weird oh. stuff. I'm like, oh, stop, stop it! Oh, God. Anyways, that took a that took a turn. So I don't I don't know if Fart Fridays will come back. I'm not sure. I still fart. You should. You know what you should I do. Fart, behind the scenes, I'm you, still farting. You know what you should do is do the Instagram subscription and say, "Hey, if oh you miss God. Fart Fridays, God, dude, only farts. Instagram. It'll be only, only farts." farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you make a killing only farts only farts I guarantee it's a sight already it probably is <laughs> oh my god that was true belly laughter right there <laughs> only farts <laughs> uh, not uh, a bad idea boy I, I mean we probably should just end right on that, <laughs> that right. all that all that genius right stuff there. we end with farts did we get through all the questions well you know I'm did gonna you have, have say... any did you have any I mean, no, nah, not really. Okay, I knew cool. it would carry. Fine. I knew it would carry. I mean, I, I'm gonna have to say one. I'm gonna give you one more, one more, uh, one more, uh, you know, compliment. Compliment. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. 
Because, you know, I'm a fan, I've been a fan, right? Like, I went from not being a fan to being like, oh, this dude's, he's a real deal, to being like, now once I've, in about 2012, I kind of let go of all ego of bike riding, and I can just really enjoy watching, like, the people I enjoy to watch. Um, I mean, and after, and then hearing all this stuff and your 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 journey and everything you've really done, because I don't pay attention, I mean, I don't know that all those contests, you know, because I didn't mm-hmm. go to any of those dirt ones. Dude, when I think of the greatest bike riders of all time, it's it's Matt J, Dave, Matt Dennis Day and Dave, right? Those to me is like the four. That's the four. That will yeah. always be the four to me. Mm. I I think like for me, I, I almost have to feel like you're in there, like you 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 after after realizing how much you've done, you're you're in the contention for being like the undeniably one of the greatest dudes to ever touch a bike. I think so. Even even if it's for sure accomplishment wise. Uh, so. I think, yeah. Thank you. Um, it's it's different because those guys are my heroes too. That's why it's even for you. But now that I've stepped back and the heroes but, have sort of evened out, you know. But but they're they're the heroes because I feel like it wasn't necessarily about accomplishments. It was like, dude, like those dudes sent it, mm-hmm. and for nothing, like nothing. Fed them. You know, it's like they were trying to earn their entry fee to the BS. Oh, dude, back. we would go to a contest. Mm-hmm. We drive all the way to Oklahoma, and the first place was four hundred dollars. Yeah, and yet those were the dudes that I remember seeing and like influencing me of like, dude, these guys are badass. Like, so when you talk about like greatest of all time and the, the you know top five greats, it's like th- those guys will forever be that because they they were doing it because they were like like true love. There was nothing else involved. And you like, don't think what you're doing is true love? No, it is, but it's just like I feel like I have like like contest results mm-hmm. like that that's like my i don't know if it's a legacy but like that's what i was always driven towards so like if you look at like yeah how many contests are won yeah like i might be at the top because dirt park mm-hmm. you know like i was hustling at like i said like traveling to all these events and 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 doing well so yeah from that aspect yeah like i might be in there but it's like i those guys are like a whole I don't know, man. And maybe that's because they were my heroes, and like I'll—I don't feel like I'll ever be like on but that. But there's level. a whole generation of kids where you're that for them, and and, I, and, and it's, I'm telling yeah, that as a peer. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I look—I don't say that easily because I—I mean I'm—I have a pretty good idea what in my head what I really enjoy in BMX, right? Like I, I, I can watch all of it, and I can really understand what's hard and what's not, and I can easily say like that might look super hard, but doesn't look like it that doesn't interest me mm. you know some stuff doesn't interest me the same way flatland doesn't interest me you know mm. what i mean i just i know it's hard but i don't want to watch it you know um and i i i mean look, thinking about it now and looking at it from like a real honest perspective like i don't see how you're not um one of the names mentioned in that i i think know? i think ryan is like the uh one of the best representations of like uh, for BMX, I mean, Out, I, outside, out, you know, I, I, like I think the, like the goatee, green goatee takes him out of that. Well, it was blue. Yeah, it was green blue. too. It was yeah. green. Yeah, I mean, blue is the most famous yeah. color, apparently. But, but, uh, I mean, I just think as far as representative of the sport on, on a on a larger level, and and being such a like I don't quote unquote like ray of light because you're always so fun and so lighthearted and such like a, a good representative of how much fun you can have on a bike to me. And I, I think that is like, that is your legacy in my opinion, you know, like yeah. I think that's, you don't know, but well, thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. There's, nice. a, there's a compliment. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the last one you'll ever get from me. That's fine. <laughs> it's the best one. Um, no, I appreciate it. And like, yeah, it's just it's such a weird like, um, yeah, going from like being so driven to win. Yeah, and winning a lot. And uh, you know, I think Losi told me one time he's like, I think you're the most winningest BMX rider of all time. And I was like, okay. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to me, I was like, okay. And that was like, that was during the Triple Crown days. Yeah. And so, like, I had wins extend past that and stuff, and it's like, okay. And but, like, you know, now it's, you know, like, do I want to win a contest? That would be awesome. Yeah. How many wins do you think you have? Think you won over? I think I think hundred contests. You think? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I think I think when you get this, when Maybe. you get all these trophies out, and I think you should put them in a place where you can see them. Not that you need to put all of them out on the wall, and you could step back and like absorb it for a little while Maybe. you know i think that i think that'd be a cool which is perfect a cool thing have, to do and you, do and you could feel accomplished it would probably just fit all those <laughs> trophies yeah 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 so but like, i mean like the like it's, you may have to kick out the tenants yeah yeah just for my trophies yeah. <laughs> put another door in to get them all in but yeah like like it's it's like that shift from like wanting to win like so bad to like you know it's like now i don't really have that drive to like want to like i would love to be on podium i think it would yeah. be amazing but it's like you know like that that other side of it of like you know like the coaching stuff like yeah it's there's rewarding um, it's a lot of reward there and it's like it's weird like it's a weird shift you mm-hmm. know because like you're you're kind of like doing the exact opposite of what i did for so long of like like putting everything into myself yeah. and my craft and you know the commitment in that in that moment of like dropping in and all of a sudden you're doing it for like multiple people and you're I mean, like that's dude that's dude, that's like, fatherhood though that's like life, i feel it like is. that i feel it like is. that is like it you... is but like that existed while i was a father yeah and so like it's like a very strange like yeah. not strange but it's like it's it's interesting how you can like go from like being like i said like you're in it for you and and what you want to achieve to all of a sudden like you're almost as invested in other people yeah it's just because you love yeah. you love the sport I do. You know, so like I all do. those things and that, and, I think encompass it, you know, becomes yeah. one thing. Yeah. And that goes that goes back to what I'm saying is like you are a representative of the sport by putting back into it in so many different ways. And that's that's this is just the the Olympic stuff is just a continuation of that in my Other opinion. than fart fart or fart Friday. Only farts. Yeah. Only, Only farts. farts. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, that it? Yeah, I think so. Do you right. want to hang out some more? I mean you guys yeah. gotta drive sixteen hours home. Yeah. So I apologize. I'm glad we didn't drive that's together. Okay. Yeah. Today I've listened to I've listened because I listened to a good portion of your first podcast today, and then this one. This is the most I've heard you talk in twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. We've spoken that I've listened to you. Thank, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> thank you. Can you fart real quick? I can actually. Oh, I could probably pee. I, 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 I do have pee, like, I do have questions right for now. you after after the mic's off. I do have questions. Oh, for oh. This, is this the bonus footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got, you got a sub for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank V three V three twenty twenty four. Episode four, episode three in episode 2024. What? I'm saying your third, your third podcast. Oh, V3. I yeah, think it's said B3. 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 Oh, look at flashbacks. Yeah. Um, Thanks, dude. Yeah, someone, t- I don't know who it was, like, ask him how he could suck air into his ass and fart on command. That's it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, it was, it was, don't still, it was still on. No, that's how I ended the Napolitan podcast. Like, that was like no, two episodes ago. That. That, was, that was literally the last question.